Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by assholeconsulting.com, Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. Your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Hang on, I'm getting there. What's up? Can you hear me all right, Dave? Hey, look at you. Look Holy at shit. I what the audio visual quality? Yeah. You yeah. look like an actual like show. Well, <clears throat> let me tell you, uh, Mr. DT, uh about the huge sums of money I have spent uh on the interwebs of Walmart. Um I got this $20 arm thing that moves the microphone really close to your mouth so that when you it's not sitting here <clears throat> and I don't have to talk that loud, and I turn the gain very low on this so it doesn't pick up any of the surround sound or an echo. Then for, I think, $4 and a whole 95 cents plus tax, I got a light from Walmart uh, <laughs> with an LED. And instead of, because you go to Best Buy, and Best Buy is like, oh, yeah. So, you know, you talk to the kid. And the kid's right. These, I'm, not, I'm not questioning. They're audiovisual experts. But here's this kid who knows more than me but has never seen a vagina in his life. And um, he's like, oh, you need this LED thing. And you look at the light and it's all square and it's very nice and everything. And I'm sure it does what it's supposed to do, but it's 78 bucks. I'm like, I wonder, because I have set the expectations so low of my listening and viewing audience that they'll be, you know, it's like the kid who never makes his bed. And then one day he makes his bed, you know, just one day out of the year. And the mom thinks it's the greatest achievement ever. That's the low expectations I like to sit, <laughs> sit here at the Clary podcast. So yeah, I got a. Uh, just a $4.95 thing, and then I got this armband and just some basic Radio 101, and uh, we've drastically improved the quality. So, and, and it I looks got like my you're mo moving in the background or something. Uh -huh. You're hermetically sealing some things. Yep. We're going to throw a bunch of stuff in the truck, haul it out to the Southern Command, um, and then uh, the house is going up for sale probably in about a month or two. My my realtor said January 15th. I'm like, that sounds awfully early. And um, <clears throat> not to question his wisdom on things, but uh, I was like, I, I, I don't think people are going to be done yet. You know, I, I think maybe February. Mm. So in either case, I'm not going to be back by that time. And so we had to go through and clean everything out, put everything into storage that wasn't going to be uh, either going down to the Southern Command and then the trick was to keep things here that I still need because we're going to still be here because the GF has her her, her real job. Um, but it's it's time to get rid of this and start building my compound, my hunker bunker out go. in South Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Hey, what channel is this on? It's on the Clary podcast. The Clary uh, podcast. Channel. Okay. Yeah, the Aaron Clary channel. This isn't the older brother channel. This is not okay. I just was wondering what this is. Yep. This What's is. What's your uh, other one you got? You got the Asshole Consulting Live. 
Yeah, I've I've been spreading and diversifying and trying a little bit of things. I'm doing asshole consulting live, and that's going to be kind of a quasi recurring thing when I have special guest celebrities that have the time and I have some good questions. Um, but a lot of them are required just one on one questions. And then the Elkins Hour, that's on the older brother channel, and that's when we get the once every two week question <clears throat> in the world of accounting, which are pretty frequent and i'm just like you know what let's just have chad on and for whatever reason people seem to like that guy like everyone throws money at him he's like a stripper you know there's people cannot throw enough super chat money at him you and me or me and uh, uh john Steele, or me or whoever else is the co-host yeah we'll get some super chats here and there uh but for whatever reason everybody likes chad they just throw all the money and and they're not even finance related questions half the time it's, oh really huh. <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, I can so understand. Yeah, I mean, people want to make money. They want mm -hmm. to do well. They want to, I would say, maybe do well for the wrong reasons. They want to do that. And, what do you mean uh, do do well for the wrong? What What do you mean? Well, I'm just I. I've been thinking a lot about, um, just people work their asses off to basically accumulate money. And they just keep on spending it and spending it and spending it and spending it instead of having having the the perspective of okay, well, here I'll hit it hard here for a year or two, and then I'll downsize, minimize, and enjoy my life or whatever. I, you're I saying don't you're get, saying they're working for things and not freedom. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, too many are doing that, and so it's always about it's always about um, you know the next scam, the next scheme, the next uh, get rich quick scheme. Instead of just just a, a hunker down or a buckle down and and work hard, save it up, and then do what you want to do, like what you've done and what I'm going to be doing soon. And so I just don't. People are so obsessed with money, and if you just don't spend it, you can save it pretty easily. I would say. Yeah. No. And you are trying to apply way too much wisdom to the average schlep on the street. You think about everything that people have been shoved in. Shoot, I was over at the gym trying to beat uh, Space Atom and Space Marcus on the on the Fitbit thing. And I'm watching the TV, because you don't have a choice. The TVs are everywhere. They're going to shove it into your face no matter what. And I got a I got a At the treadmill. gym, by the way, it sounded like you're at Santa's workshop. <laughs> it was when you gave me a call. It was just like this. Dong, dong, yeah, dong, yeah. dong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was at the, uh, I was at the gym and I was on the treadmill and, and I found the treadmill where the, where the TV in front of me had uh, all I want is a dog for Christmas. Charlie Brown okay. was on. So I was like, okay, that's good. But if you looked at any one of those other TVs, it's selling and advertising and heck here I am in a gym, the uh, epitome of vanity. I would say where you got to look good because reasons uh, I would say sex. Other people think status. Um, no, man, you, you know how much money you, you grew up in the eighties. Do you remember everyone? They all had to have the right type of shoes. You all had yeah. to have Nike high tops. You had to have this type of pants. You had to, Oh, next year. Oh, you had last year's Cavarisha. Oh, well, uh, and you get in fights over it. The, the people, and it hasn't gone away. I mean, it hasn't gone away. We, uh, you ever hear Just of Michael Kors? status symbols now? Yeah. Yeah, it's just different now. But have you ever heard of Michael Kors? No. No? Okay, neither did I. So uh, me and the GF, we're, we're just bored out of our minds. I mean, there's a drawback to playing your cards too right. And and one of those things is like, oh, wow, we got to the promised land, but ain't nobody else be able to keep up. 
So right. uh, we're just we're going through the mall, and you know I'm not a big fan of malls, but one thing I do like about malls during Christmas time is it harkens me back to when I was a kid, and they have all the decorations. And admittedly, the malls do very nice. And what was the saying? It wasn't me. It was somebody else. He says, the richest man in the world can afford everything in the mall and walks out with nothing. Right. And that's <laughs> that's the mentality that I was in. I could go into the mall and look at all these beautiful stores and their wonderful Christmas decorations. I felt like I was a kid again. And we're just, you know, window shopping. I even went just enjoying walking through the mall where it's warm. And then she says, oh, here's a Michael Kors store. I'm like, okay. So so there is, dear. Yes. Yes, GF. There, there that's, That there says Michael Kors. That is a store. We are in the mall and it is there. Very, very astute observation, my darling. And she says, oh, no, they got like really rich purses and things. I'm like, oh, she's like, do you want to go into it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's see what they can. So we go in there. Now, I'll admit that some of them were quite fashionable. They were uh, quite fetching. Like you say, oh, that's that's a very sharp looking purse. I could see people wanting to buy that. And then when you found out it's $3,000, you say, I can't see why people would buy that. But that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the and shoes. And you've got like 20 bucks in it. Here's my $3,000 purse. And I've got yeah. 20 bucks cash. <laughs> exactly. You know, or, or, you know, guys have the equivalent. I need my Omega watch. I need my, um. Oh, uh, what's the one that was real popular? Everyone's got to have it. The Rolex. Yeah. Rolex. They got to have a Rolex. They have convinced. See, we don't matter, DT. We don't matter. You, me, and my listening audience, even the 42 people who are listening right now, we all don't matter. You want to know why we don't matter to the, to the corporations? Because we don't spend money. Because we don't spend money. Because we know what's the number one thing in life? The number one thing in life is other people. Is other people. And and uh, do do other people cost money? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the really fun ones cost money, but it, then maybe it's no, no, but but let me ask, did you get to spend time with Bert and Ernie today? Yes, actually it is the winter solstice. I saw you mm-hmm. titled this podcast the Merry Christmas special, but it's actually being good whitey white whitersons that we are Pagan- with Yes. or paganists. Yes. Yeah, it's the winter solstice tonight. And so I went out and the bonfire's out right now, but I had to go out, uh, do a, do the bonfire, have a beer, say school, say good Yule, I think is what mm-hmm. it is. And, uh, and do the, do the, do the Viking version of Christmas a little bit. So, mm-hmm. so that, so did get to see them a little bit, but now I'm hanging out with you. Well, and, that's good. Uh, but all right. Did you have fun hanging out with Bert and Ernie? Oh, of course. Yeah. Did did yeah. the Mrs. DT show up? Yeah, she was out there. Uh, my youngest was heating up the steel iron poker and putting it in the snow and listening to it hiss. <laughs> <laughs> and what did that cost you? Nothing. <laughs> what? And would you have gotten the same going to see whatever movie is showing with Tiggly McTits and, and Handsome Joe over at the theater? Would you have gotten as much entertainment for the $20 it would have cost you and Mrs. DT to go than seeing the youngest taking the steel poker and then putting it in the snow and having it go hiss? Well, and knowing that she was sticking it in the snow to be like Conan the Barbarian, which we just oh. watched. So, so that's that, even better. Yeah. That's even better. <laughs> did a did a did a tear of pride welt in the corner of your eye with that one? I'm I'm, I'm raising them right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they see you get it, I get it, but we quite we have got it. What do you think the percentage of people that know that? 
I mean, based oh. on what? Based on Port Richard's retirement book sales, I'm going to say it's less than one person. What percentage of your population knows it's other people that matter most in life? What do you well, think? I think? I think they'll say it. I think they'll, there's a, there's people that are really good at saying the right thing. You know, they don't walk the walk. They talk the talk. They don't walk the walk. So I think if you asked anybody, they'd say, yeah, of course. But then okay, all right. How many put choices. that into practice and it is like as, as hardcore to your system as breathing and your heart beating that you don't even think about it, that it is instinct? Well, what, many, is what the, percent? Yeah, what is the, um, what's the big movement? The 2%? Is that, is that it? The people that actually believe in protecting the country? Isn't that, you know, the latest alt-right group that uh, is, oh, is I don't know. racist I, or whatever? They've yeah. been around forever. I think they're called the two percenters. And they I think the, the militia is called the three percenters. Oh, is it the three percent? I okay. think it's the three percent. I mean, that's what I'd say. I'd say the people that truly believe the right thing are probably around that percentage, one, two, three percent, or truly, you know, put it into practice rather okay. than just talking smack. All right. And so you're upset that the 97, you, okay, do you, let me ask you another question. Do you think that percent is ever going to change? Do you no. think that, okay, so why are you getting upset that normies are going to norm? Well, I guess I'm not upset about it. It's just, it it's just disappointing. I guess we could do so much better. We could do so much more if people just fucking got over themselves, but they don't. And so, I guess it gives us. I mean, um, I've been reading Nietzsche a lot lately, and he basically I noticed. Says, yeah, I, I should. <laughs> he, he basically says, "Don't uh, condemn the herd because it kind of the herd's going to do what the herd does, and mm-hmm. it makes." Uh, it gives us the space that we need to do the things that we want to do as, as Ubermensch, as Ubermensch Superman. So I guess that's, you know, that the herd serves a purpose in that, you know, it keeps the, it keeps the lights on, it keeps the economy running. You know, they do all the, I mean, when you think about how much work it takes to, to run society, it's a lot. I mean, it is a right. lot of stuff going on to keep, keep the lights on, to keep, keep the roads clear of snow and all that, I mean, everything that it takes to live. And, but most of those people are kind of just a part of the herd. You know, they're chasing that brass ring. They think that eventually they're going to get ahead and you don't, you got to enjoy your life while you've got it instead of, you know, pining for some day where you're going to have free time and money. Fuck that. <laughs> well, may I, may I point out kind of like two silver linings to it where you can appreciate being the Ubermensch's Nietzsche, uh, calls it um for example restaurants or bars um do you do you appreciate eating at restaurants and bars like going to them yeah i mean if they're good food yeah definitely. yeah not every day i'm just saying you like the fact that there's people that will go and buy food there's an entrepreneur who will go and hire workers and dishwashers and chefs and they they will go and get food and they will prepare it and they will serve it to you in typically a healthy manner not help like meaning you're not going to get sick a safe manner i mean and it's at the convenience and it's warm and yeah you got to pay a little bit more now may i point out another thing sure yeah the, <laughs> for me to say the vast one well, no, that's how it usually goes when i ask a question somebody answers but <laughs> yes, i'm learning now you could run your show aaron <laughs> i'm just learning i'll talk to myself and never leave the rest of my life uh what percentage of bars and restaurants stay in business long term oh god it's really small very small so what does that tell you let's let's see your your curse of the high iq you got a high iq there mr engineering man what does that tell you about the every everybody 
wants to, I want to run a restaurant. I want to own a bar. These are normies, conformies, and inferiors. And I ran into them all the time in banking. The fact the vast majority of them go belly up and not only belly up, I'm going to give you a hint. And they cash in the 401ks and mortgage their houses and they give up everything. What does that tell you about these normies? What favor, in addition to providing you these meals and the food and the booze and the convenience, what else are these people doing for you? These normies, conformies, and inferiors who run restaurants and bars. Well, I guess if they're losing their shorts, they're mm -hmm. they're providing that service to me less than what it should cost me <laughs> as a subsidy their <laughs> subsidy all these morons are opening up their coffee stores their little trinket and bobble shops their bars whatever you go in there and they go belly up they were providing you a service a food a cappuccino or whatever below cost right below cost <laughs> they gave up they're almost jesus christ they gave up their paltry 401k they mortgaged their house they they took their kids college fund away also you could get a seven dollar and fifty cent burger instead of an eight dollar and 25 cent burger dt right. it's like they made a bet at the craps table and we won and they lost it, right? it, it is it, it is all. they rolled the dice they just they bet it all People, <laughs> we people, away with it. <laughs> people have no idea um, just what a percent of entrepreneurs, businesses, and people subsidize your purchase because they they're mismanaged, they're they're poorly managed there. And and it, and you may get upset. Oh, don't these idiots know they shouldn't cash in their four hundred one case or IRAs? You got to look at it on the other side. It's like look look at them. They're doing me a favor. That pizza cost me 75 cents less than it should have because they can't do basic inventory accounting. You know, they can't right. ba do basic cost accounting. Or there's too many competing. Right. Now, let me <clears throat> let me point another positive. Would you like another positive aspect is, on yeah, the norm? Yeah, Captain Capitalism. Well, Captain Optimism here. I and I and you'd be proud of me. I was listening to Garage Logic. It was all said. I'm like, nope, I'm not listening to it. I'm not listening to it because it doesn't matter to me anymore because I'm moving to South Dakota. All the hot trophy wife soccer moms, which actually don't exist that much in Minnesota, if those of you who are wondering, they don't really exist that much. But they're there, you know, they drive their Range Rovers and all those cool guys with their MBAs, DT, you know, those guys who uh -huh. make their money and their managers or their project managers or senior managers, or their senior developer officers, or where their vice president or reserve assistant vice president, they got the Mercedes and they got the McMansion and the wife is really hot and they have the 2.1 kids and the kids are in hockey. Da, 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 right. right. What are, they may look good, but what are they really doing for the rest of society? What are they doing for society? They are. You said, I'll give you a hint. You said society takes a lot to run. Yeah, they're, they're doing those. They're doing that. Their, their economic activity is fueling what it takes for it to, to run. Right. They they got to work two jobs. Wife poo's got to go work whatever dipshit job. And, and if you're lucky, she's being nursing. The guy's banging out 60 hours a week. Why are they doing that? Now, that keeps the economy going. It could be banking. It could be electricians. It could be engineers. It could be whatever. The, it, the, typically, the tradesmen, they got their toys. So you'll have like somebody's got a sled. That's a snowmobile for those of you who aren't in Minnesota. Um, you could be a rich executive type who's allocating capital and doing the banking thing and he's got a boat or anything. What does 
is the boat, the McMansion, the sports car, the Range Rover, the SUV, the kids' hockey pad, the trips to Europe. What does all that take? What does it take? What does it take? How do they how do they get those things, DT? Uh, they well, a lot of times it's debt. Ah, so they go into debt to buy those things, which keeps them what? Uh, enslaved. Enslaved. Working sixty. One guy working sixty. Wifey poo working forty. You throw in the kids eighty hours a week apiece, and are they happy? <laughs> Depends on the definition of happiness. Typically not. Are right. they miserable and running around producing vast amounts of GDP so that we don't have to? <laughs> right. 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 Well, I think they I think they probably convince themselves that they're happy, but if they if they took a moment, that's why they run around with their heads cut off, is because they don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, the reason why they have to take sleeping medication or whatever to just get four hours of sleep a night and then get up and do it all over again. They just don't want to stop and think, well, is this really what my life should be? Is this what I should be doing? Is this what I really want to do? And, and they get stuck in that, uh, in that rat race and, and they can't get out. So, and that, that keeps us, yeah, that keeps us, uh, comfortable, I guess. Yeah. I don't give a shit about them. I can be miserable. I don't care. I saw American Beauty. I don't care who's banging who and who's gay and who ends up blasted with their head off in the closet. I don't care. <laughs> as long as you guys are banging out, paying $120,000 a year in taxes, I'm perfectly happy with that. And you know what? You get your McMortgages and you get your McMansions and you take your kids to Paris and you put them in a French immersion school. Whatever bullshit it is that you want to do, as long as you're busting your ass off and making sure the electrical grid works and the highways are working and this is working and that is working, that just means all that much less work I got to do. Right, right. And, And what do you think prices would be if people said, you know, I don't know, say you were some guy who was a civil engineer and paid off his house early and said, nope, I'm done. I don't need this. I either double my salary. What do you think would happen to the costs of living for the rest of us, the cost of goods and services, if these people were minimalists, they spent less than they needed and they didn't have to work as much? Well, I see uh, that's that's a little bit trickier because I actually just did just talk to D, uh, Mrs. DT about this. And I said, you know, if people did minimize the costs of things would go down because you wouldn't be there, there wouldn't there be more goods than there are people that want to buy them. Right. And, and so I, I think the costs of some things would go down the costs of maybe necessities would go up, but the costs of like luxuries would definitely go down. If people basically said, eh, I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need this. Um, So it is kind of a double-edged sword, I think. It would yeah, be I'd, ha- I'd love to see it happen. I would love to at some point see everybody just go, you know, fuck this shit. I'm done with this rat race. I'm done with this. I'm I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to minimize. And it would be really interesting to see what society would look like. What would be the ramifications of that, of people just kind of waking up? It would be it would be sort of glorious, in my opinion, but it's never going to happen. And so you have to just yeah. kind of figure out how to navigate this reality that best is best advantageous to you, your family, your mental health, your physical health. And like right. you said, you got to realize that you're going to die. And it, once you realize, like, really think about it. it, it sucks to think about it, but really fucking think about dying. Then, then everything sort of comes into focus. And, and it's like, why am I putting up with this shit? It doesn't oh, make it, sense. It's, it's crystal clear 
once you understand, I always got the kick out of the phrase, I'm dying, you know, like, well, I'm dying too. And I always kind of, <laughs> when I first meet people, I know this sounds a bit macabre, but people will, you know, oh, what do you, this and that, and then I'll, I'll say something just kind of like, yeah, I got to do this, you know, because I'm dying. And they're like, you're dying? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, and right I kind of play a joke because it's to get a, it's to poke fun and see who's paying attention. And like, what, what do you, uh, do you mind what, what you have? I'm like, yeah, I got life. I only got like 35, maybe 40 years left to live. Right. And then they laugh, but then they think, and I'm like, I bet you you're dying too. And then, you know, they, and it's macabre, <laughs> but it's true. But once you get that understanding, like, Hey, I mean, and it's tickety talk. You and me, we got less in front than in behind. And, uh, it's I'm snake gonna... Bliskin in Escape from New York, where he keeps on looking at his watch because he's only got 24 hours to get oh, the president out of New yeah. York, right? Because then what, he blows up or something? Oh, or he yeah, dies? yeah. So it's his, uh, his arteries open in his neck, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and anyway, um, you understand that. I understand that. I think what they have done, uh, not the Illuminati, but what the government and society has done to itself uh, is they have gotten people so indebted so quickly, so early, and so indoctrinated, think they have to have the things. Because let's say you graduate without that. Oh, man, you got to get your things. You got to get your stuff. And you got to work in your careers that they never come up for air to make that simple philosophical thought, to ponder that simple philosophical thought. Not question, reality, that fact, you're going to die. Right. Like, what are you going to do? Um. And this is why you and me having this conversation is good. And for the 64 viewers now who should all thumbs up the video, uh, we we appreciate the life that we have left. Some of you have 60. Some of us have 10. Some of you, scarily enough, 68 viewers, some people might die this year. You never know. I, I have listeners who have died. Like I've uh, a couple people, they've, they've passed, older gentlemen, of course. Um, you don't know when you're going to go. And so it's like, yeah, you better appreciate hanging out with Bert and Ernie and seeing Bert, whoever the younger one is, uh, taking the the iron rod and putting it in the snow because she wants to be Conan the uh, Barbarian. Yeah. You're going to appreciate the fact when you move out and you'll be my neighbor out in South Dakota and we can go and hunt agates and shoot AR-15s. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think everyone everyone knows it, but this is this is a lesson. That will never get tiring because it's the ultimate lesson. That is, you are going to die. And everybody else, I, I'm serious. Like We could use that 3% as a proxy. The remaining 97% of the population, I'm, you're not, like you said, Nietzsche says, don't even bother trying to get the herd. So DT, don't bother right. getting the herd. But certainly don't let it lessen your life. Like, oh, can't we just, yeah, it would be nice. It would. But I'm not, <laughs> I have, my time is so short that I am not going to worry about Getting and tooth pulling and pushing some jackass of a society to wake the fuck up and realize, hey, I mean, heck, I tell you about the the little Twitter exchange I got into with uh, a bunch of college kids. No, no I saw this gal. Her tweet was um, five minutes ago. I just graduated with my degree in creative writing and I retweeted it. And I said, are they still awarding degrees for that stupid shit? <laughs> and all of her dweeby, geeky, nerdy, not even nerdy, I guess you can't call it nerdy, but <clears throat> loser friends. And all I was just being straight up for with them, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with creative writing. I said, there, I didn't say there's anything wrong with creative writing. I said, if you're spending $70,000 in four years of your life on it, there's something wrong with that. You're just crushing our dreams. And I caught myself. 
And I caught myself <laughs> and I said, you know what? Maybe you guys ought to go get doctorates or something, you know? And it just, I'll take you more Do seriously something. if you had doctorates. Do something real creative, guys. Spend yeah. more money for some letters after your name. That'll do it. That'll that'll solve it. That's the ticket. And And just, you don't even want to let them get seconds of your life. Not even, not even getting me in a bad mood. That's why I stopped listening to Garage Logic because they're talking about some stupid thing. All the liberal white people down at St. Paul are doing. I'm going to mention what it is. It's just another reason to get out of Minnesota because right. in South Dakota, the white people don't yet hate themselves. Not yet. Um, not no. yet. I'm sure that generation is up and coming, but at least Gen X and old, they're like, yeah. They, actually, they probably don't even think about it. They don't. They don't. Do you remember the '80s when you just would wake up and you want to play baseball? And you never thought right. about race. No, it's, no. I mean, it was it was. I, I I was friends when I was a kid. I was friends with this little Indian kid, mm-hmm. and and I went and played at his house one time, and I noticed his mom had a dot in her forehead, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. oh East Indian, not not yeah, American yeah, like, Indian, yeah, yeah actual Indian. from yeah. India, yeah. and um, and then I and then his dad like had six toes i thought that was weird he was downstairs yeah he had six i counted them i'm looking at his bare feet and i'm like (laughs) who's there i think (laughs) here's little dt counting some east indian old man's toes and gnarly and fungus infected no no and he was a great little kid we just there was no like you know well i'm being friends with him because i would need a brown friend to for my merit badge of, of social justice warrioring. No, it was just your friends with kids that were cool and you liked. And this is yeah, even in Minnesota. So you didn't even you didn't even think, oh my God, what does this mean? Am I saying the right? No, you're a fucking kid. We had a, a friend in Michigan called Luther. He's a black kid. Aside from the fact he was black, that was it. It never like, oh yeah, Luther's the black kid, and we just go play baseball. And it, right. it was just it and that you didn't even think about well, oh Luther's black. Oh, should I be pitching a white ball to a black man? And and now these kids with the brainwashing they're getting in school. Oh my God. Oh, you guys gotta walk on feathers. You gotta walk on eggshells if you haven't helped you if you're a white kid. Well, if when we were kids, it was we need to be colorblind. That was the goal. We need to be colorblind. We they they kind of pushed that, but they, on the playground that all like see, we were very South Parkian because whatever the teachers said, we just say fuck off, we'd ignore it. You know, they we, they would force us to sing because we were in a parochial school. Jesus loves the little children, you know that song? Yep. Jesus loves me. Yeah. Okay. This one was like be the yellow, black, or white. They are children in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of <laughs> the world. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, be the yellow, black, or white. I know, but I just, I just love, it's like the most racist thing in the world to say your skin is yellow. It's not even well, close uh, to yellow. But this is nineteen seventy nine. This was I know. this was before. This was when you could say you know you had the United Negro College Fund, right? Yeah, uh, you know, and 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 retard was not a you know that was what you called them. Mongoloid was the predecessor that became politically yep. incorrect, and then began oh po- retard politically. And after a while, like yeah, I'm not playing this this politically correct arms race anymore. Right. But here we are, kids. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, we're not going to hate Bobby because he's he's Hispanic. What's Hispanic? I don't know. Ask <laughs> right, Bobby. Exactly. Bobby, what's Hispanic? I don't know. You want to play <laughs> baseball? Yeah. And that was it. Right. That was it. And you went and you played freaking ball or there'd be, you know, some kid, uh, I don't know, Puerto Rican. There's You didn't know. You want to know, like, hey, 
Jimmy's real good at pitching. Let's have Jimmy pitch. And okay, you're third base. You can't run for shit. You're on left field. You know, that kind of thing. Um, that's all it was. Right. It, uh, well, exactly. I, when I met that, you know, we were told to be colorblind. I don't even mean that we were actually told like that was the goal back then was being colorblind. And yeah. now it's being color conscious. And it's like, would you guys make up your fucking minds? I mean, we finally got colorblind. We're finally like, oh my God, I can't see any color anywhere. And then they're like, no, asshole, you need to see it right now. Yeah, no, well, because it's a grab for money. That's what it yeah. is, preferential treatment and money. But anyway, my point is, um, life was too short. So when I was listening to Garage Logic and they were talking about this, I'm like, no, not going to listen, not going to listen. Don't care. It's I'm on vacation after this is the last podcast uh, for this year. And I'm going to go on vacation. I'm like, no, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to get in a bad mood because these normies, conformies, and inferiors are not going to put me in a bad mood. Stupid are going to stupid. Uh, self-loathing white people are going to self-loathe. Uh, uh, right. uh, victim whores are going to victim whore and blame everything, everybody else for their mistakes and their problems. You know what? Not going to care. Not going right. to care. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. I would say I'm getting there. I, I sort of tune in still almost just for the entertainment value. I think I am in the enjoy the decline stage. And maybe there is something past enjoy the decline. Maybe that's what you're reaching. Or you're just kind of like uh, en enjoying the plateau, maybe that you just kind of even keel it, and you just enjoy your life, and you don't even you don't even pay attention to whether things are declining or rising. You just kind of I'm outside that graph. Maybe that's where you are. Now. It's hard. It's well, I don't think you can ever because you're you still have like this compunctual morality. Me and Chad Elkins were talking about a gal that he ran into on the on the L, and um, this bum came in. And was kind of harassing her. And Chad had this initial response to like kind of protect her and yeah. do something. And then he caught him. So I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's probably a leftist. Uh, women don't need no man fish bicycles. Yeah, no, I'm and and not to mention, I don't feel like getting hepatitis C today from right. this bum spit. What I, and you're always gonna have this natural reaction to get pissed off at people doing stupid things that is detrimental to society. That's just hardwired yep. into you. Yep. The trick is to catch it and not let it get to you. And that's the current battleground that I'm at where I'll I'll start to care and like, nope. No, I gotta enjoy the client. This is not worth it. You know, this is I'm not gonna get my my stress up. I don't control this. You know, really reciting the uh the prayer of serenity. You know, like right. uh, grant me the wisdom to what, acknowledge what I do and do not control. Um, what I hope goes through my mind is if something like that is happening is is my kids like, OK, you step in, you save a stranger, you get killed, you get hurt, you get sick, whatever. Mm -hmm. You've got kids that are depending on you. Right. Oh, my daddy was a hero and saved this person. Yeah, that's going to be comforting over the next 10 years of the life of their life when they need you. So. That's what I hope goes through my mind is that, you know, number one is my own family and everybody else, eh, you know, maybe no, I'll call it, one or something, but it, it, it doesn't pay to be a good Samaritan. People are getting in trouble. Now you defend your own. There's no, it's not cowardice. It no. isn't. It's the vast majority of people. And this is apolitical. The vast majority of people are sheep. Fuck them. Right. I mean, yeah, I, the Democrats or people on the left alone are they have a logical political economic reason to hate them. They're parasites. They want you to work harder so that they don't have to. They want to live off of you. They're thieves. Period. End of discussion. But even people on the right 
a lot of them are hypocrites. They they go on welfare just the same. They just happen to say they're Republican. Um, if it comes to like actually taking a stand, they won't. Uh, and a lot of them, I'd almost say damn near 75% of them just happen to be Republican because it gives them some kind of uh, religious purpose in life. Uh, the actual percentage of people that put up and shut up and are minimalist and love their fellow man. Oh, it's, it's, it's small. It's small. And then the people on the, on the conservative side, I went to school with a bunch of Republicans, just a bunch of fucking asshole white people, just a yeah. bunch of like, do you have this type of pants? Well, you, oh my, I went to like this really snooty, uh, we went to p- private school because we had to, because otherwise we'd all go to hell because of the Lord. Duh. But then we went to this like school that had trailer trash, but everyone was trying to be brand namey. And if you didn't have the right brand names, you'd have to get in. Oh, that's just, oh, but they're all Republican. Fuck people. Fuck them. And I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to help any of you assholes. None of you. And it's not because, oh, you know, like, you, well, you get your carry concealed, right? No, no. You don't? No, I do not. I do not want to be on a list. Oh, okay. That's my reason. Is like, you know, if it ever gets so bad that you need to carry, like, yeah, I, I don't you might as well be carrying anyway. You, might, you just, you just fucking carry. You don't need to yeah. have a fucking license. You say, where's, where's your license, DT? Well, the fucking Second Amendment. Fuck off. Yeah. You know, yeah. when it gets to that point where you where you need to be carrying all the time, nobody's going to be asking you if you got a license or not. So I just don't want to be on a list where they can go, huh? Well, there's DT. Uh, yeah, he's a concealed carry owner. Get him. Get so. him. But anyway, the uh, the point I was making with carry, uh, having a carry conceal is you have to act like a pussy uh, for legal reasons. I mean, that's a huge yeah, responsibility yep. when you have a gun. And, you know, I've, I've thought it through and I've gotten it down to a, a quick, not like, again, there's that natural reaction, help the girl who's tied to the railroad tracks, uh, push the old grandma lady out of the street before the truck gets there. And, and, and okay. Oh, there's a terrorist. I'm going to play John McClane. Nope. You just kind of, <laughs> you just kind of go back into the shadow and get out of there quietly. And you hold your gun covering your six and making sure you could retreat <laughs> and fuck the people of Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza. Fuck them! <laughs> oh man, what would that movie look like? Oh With God, John McClane. Oh, that would be funny. Today, <laughs> you're, you're, barefoot you're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> you take the you take the uh, the stairs down to the bottom floor and just kind of sneak out. Yeah, you're by just, the, just guy, slowly... the guy that looks like Lewis that's at the front door that's watching the football game. Yeah, kind of sneak out the door. <laughs> just <laughs> you tippy toe away, kind of like how uh, Fred and Barney and. Uh, the Flintstones, when they tippy toe away, will be the, the ivory keys going. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that'd be, yeah, you know, die hard. Black guy, you go know, find the black guy at the, at the gas station and say, uh, buy your Twinkies. Uh, there's stuff going on up there. You don't have to drive up and get your car made into Swiss cheese. <laughs> you know what? Let, okay, think about this. Die Hard 2018. Let's say you and me, okay, we, we're in the scenario. We're, we're, we're sitting there. Fits with your it wouldn't be called Die Hard. It would It'd be, be called, called No Fucks Given. Keep Living. <laughs> It'd be called Get the Fuck Out Quietly. That's <laughs> Keep Living and Stay Hard. It'd be called My Estranged Wife is a Kuanta uh, Haha, and I'm going to get possession of the kids. That's, that's basically right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the best Christmas gift ever. I get custody of the kids. And my wife got shot by terrorists. Who know? Oh my God. 
No, some freaking about foreign the... company, Nakatomi. I'm Nakatomi. Not... Make America great again. No, I... Hey, can I get back home and watch the game? Think about this diehard 2018. First of all, there ain't no strong enough man. You'd have to use a Gen Xer because there's no millennials. I know there are millennials, but I'm just making a rip on the millennials. So it's going to have to be some Gen Xer who's still quasi in shape and knows how to fire a weapon and use weapons. Okay. So that wipes out any soy boy millennial type. The millennial guy, they'd just be up there cowering. They'd be part of the, the, uh, the hostage group. Obviously, except there'd be a it'd be a it'd be a social media company, you know. That's what it would be. Instead of Nakatomi, it would be uh, the Faceberg or whatever like that. Uh, so all the social justice warrior nerds would be cowering, and then they'd have all the you know, and then we'd still have Hans Gruber come in. But then you and me, I, I think I'd be like, I could get out here pretty quickly and pretty easily. <laughs> the question is, let's say you're walking past the the Seven Eleven, and there's Powell getting his Twinkies. Would you even tell them? <laughs> We'd just be like, you know, we're in California. They're probably all a bunch of leftist dipshits. Fuck them. And just right. zippity doo da, zippity day. Google is evil. <laughs> Remember how you said you gave, you gave me a strike because I, I said Kuanta ha ha ha? Yeah, I think Hans Gruber is going to want his money. I think he wants his bear bonds. I'm just going to sneak out here. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. I don't know. God, do you remember seeing that in the theater? I did not see it in the theater. The, um, oh, this is a funny man. story, actually. The The first person that showed me Die Hard was mm. my grandmother. She loved it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, back of the VHS where you'd tape it off of HBO or whatever. She's like, oh, you guys got to see this movie. I just love this movie, Die Hard. <laughs> so it's my was my grandma that exposed me to the, to the awesomeness that is die hard <laughs> was, was she particularly grandmotherly and aunt b from andy griffith show or was oh, she like you'd love my grandma she is just like sharp as a tack she's her her uh sense of humor is great and and she's just she just really loved uh, she's not um she isn't like oh i'm a grandma type of person but uh um yeah she's, she's got an edge i mean to. like I'm I'm just trying to picture the grandmother that would show you Die Hard. Like here you are, and she brings you your tea and cookies, and then yippee kaye, motherfucker, swearing all yeah. over the place, you know, yeah. glass in the foot, and here's your grandmother knitting. Oh, isn't this wonderful? You know? <laughs> She's a little bit uh, not uh, Aunt B. Oh no, no, okay. she's she she can swear with the best of them when she wants to, and she had back in the day. I'm sure she could drink with the best of them if she wanted oh. to, and but still stay in control. She's she's actually um, been really. She hasn't had money in her life, and and she did a great job of of minimalizing and 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 still having enough money to have fun. Well, um, she got to watch. She got think about this. She got to watch Die Hard, introduce Die Hard to her grandson. Right, right. Her grandsons. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grand, I mean, come on. Now, how cool? You cannot put a price on that. <laughs> yeah, but she's she's a tough. She's a tough. Play. I mean, she's back. She's World War II generation. Um, mm -hmm. My grandpa was uh, uh, a waste gunner on a B seventeen bomber. Came back with basically PTSD. She didn't know he had PTSD, so she was always kind of making fun of him when he'd jump out of the 
bed and hit the floor when a car would backfire. And now she's like, ah, I kind of feel bad about saying, what the hell are you doing? Jumping out of bed, running to the floor. But uh, uh, she lost her husband uh, shortly after or shortly before I was born. And so she, she had kind of a tough life and uh, managed, you know, I, I lost my mom. So she lost her daughter. Um, Wait, you lost your mom? Yeah. My, my, yeah. My mom died uh, about eight years ago. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you meant like when you were a kid or something. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that she, I mean, you're supposed to die for, you're not supposed to have to bury your kids. That's not, right, right. that's not uh, the way that life's supposed to go. So she had, she had to do that. And, um, but still she's just, she's just a great lady. She, she's a blue dog Democrat. That's the only thing bad I can say is, you know, she's of that generation where. Well, yeah. Ted Kennedy. Or not Ted Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, or um, she was a big Roosevelt fan. She just right. loved. No, no, she I mean, the World War II generation that grew up with, with that. And Democrats have changed. And I always try to tell her, Grandma, Grandma, do you remember you Stalin? The way that the way that you talk, you are not a Democrat, and you got to realize that the people that your husband were fighting against are now in your fucking party. So let me, um, let me introduce you to teeth and eyes over here. Let's right, exactly. But she just she's just great, and yeah, she's the one that uh, that introduced us to to Die Hard. She's, <laughs> she she sounds she's still alive. You're talking as if yes. she's still alive. Yeah, cool. Still with it and everything. Yeah, we took her. We just um, there's a restaurant in the Twin Cities area where on your birthday they will uh, give you a free bottle of wine mm-hmm. of the value of your birthday age. Oh, dude, so, I gotta get my grandma there. Oh, exactly. So exactly. I'm like, what else am I gonna enjoy? A like a ninety-one dollar bottle of wine. So so I'm hey grandma, let's go out to eat. Wait, <laughs> what's the name? Wait, wait, what's the name of the restaurant? Why can't you well, name it? Well, I don't want to say because it's you know it uh, it might reveal closer to my location. So uh, oh, it, okay. Uh, All right. I thought you wanted to keep it a secret so you could keep getting 90-year-old bottles of wine. Dude, I'm so taking my grandma there. Oh, it's great. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the restaurant. Okay. Uh, All right. That's cool. That's um, cool. But that's, it's, I mean, I'm like, we have to do it. You know, I mean, it's, it's like you said, you never know when you're going to lose somebody. And what a great story to say that. Yeah. I picked up my grandma. That's got a freaking walker and we, we pull her into, <laughs> <laughs> into this nice fancy restaurant or whatever. And, and say, Hey, we want a bottle of wine. Well, <laughs> so, my, my grandma's 90th birthday, I picked her up in the convertible. It's only a two-seater convertible, so what I had to do is drop off the GF at the restaurant. Then I had to haul ass, go get my grandma, and then I had to drop my grandma off. Then after we were done, then I had to get my grandma, drop her back off, then I had to go back to the restaurant and pick up the GF. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you, you want to pack it in. Like I've been taking my nieces, Lucifer and Geronimo, over there because um, my, my family spawned from my dad. Uh, he his siblings had children, but not this family. There's okay. no this part of the Clary lineage line ends. Uh, oh, okay. So, so I his, think my his genetics are done. Your dad. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're done. Let's fucking dun by it. It's done. It's <laughs> like uh. It, well, so you don't have look, any swimmers like frozen someplace just no, in case? No, no, I have uh if someone wants to pay $15 million after taxes and sign a huge waiver form, I will go and do the surgery where they extract it directly and the woman can have my sperm, but I'm not raising the fucking kid. You're signing all the release forms in the world. You don't know what you're getting into. I've had a couple women like, 
kind of a tragedy. You're not, da, 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 you know, I would really like to have a you know, guy like you. And I'm like, well, here's his $15 million. You go sign up for that lady and you fucking raise him however you want. Don't you dare tell him it's mine. I'm, I'm his. Uh, but no, it's, uh, well, let's just, let's just face it. Uh, if you ever met my brother and sister, uh, you have met me. I'm about the best. <laughs> All right. This is this is a genetic experiment gone horrendously wrong. This At least I'm good. smart enough. Like you look at the results, you're like, fuck this shit. This is <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about truly a charitable, very good thing I'm doing for society. Trust you me, it's ending the lineage here and now. There will be no more pain. There'll be no more craziness. There's gonna be no more bullshit. There's no more Jesus loves the little children. You know, none of it's over. <laughs> Done. So how does your how does your dad I mean if if this is getting too personal, you just say, no, fuck right. you, DT, shut up. So how does your dad like feel about that? How does he does he ever say anything like No, well, they guess. no, they they I think both my dad and my mom know not to even ask. They yeah. looked. They looked at the chaos and the bullshit and the tumult and the utter, utter abject failure. And they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just shut." You know, it's like uh, one of those scientific things where the the beast comes out and it not you know it can barely speak and it's in pain and its arm isn't <laughs> fully detached. I mean, they're like, put it out of its misery. You know, it, it's it's not to sound dark or macabre, but it was like. Yeah, abortion should have been thought about here a little bit. You know, oh it's a real, <laughs> we can laugh about it now because we made it past the finish line. But right. you know, I'm just saying. You know, just, <laughs> you know what? That would have been not the worst thing. You know. So now we're to another movie where it, the uh, thing it's a wonderful what? life. The, the Clary, a it's life. a wonderful life version of of Clary's life. Where well, when you where, have to go where back Clar and Clarence. Clarence comes down and and shows Clary or or Clary's dad, you know, here's what it would look like if you were never if you were if you never reproduced or you were never, never born or whatever. And it's just like paradise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be, he would have been happy. He would have, you know, maybe he would have been rich. He would have been hiking out in out in uh, Glacier <laughs> National Park. He wouldn't. God, we wouldn't. <sighs> that would not be a good. You, it's like the Clary Christmas movies. They're not necessarily as heartwarming as. No, they're not. No. When, when all you want, you know what? I'll, I'll say it again because it's Christmas time. Do you know what put me down the path of capitalism and not really obsessing about money, but not being poor? Well, I think you've said it before where you kind of thought about, man, what kind of presents could I get if I did not have siblings? That's that it. Yeah. But I didn't get presents period. We would get socks. And oh, sweaters. No. You and, make them you know, into puppets? Here's a <laughs> fucking Bible. It's like, oh, because we don't have enough of those at the fucking church, right? I got to have this special one over here because the words must be different in this one. You know, oh. just just these lame-ass fuck. You know, it's just like all you wanted as a kid was just one good toy, you know? And inevitably we would get, you know, you'd get a toy. Oh, but man, there were some Christmases there where it's just like, yeah, um, you know, you're never going to get me what I want. I'm going to have to take all of my happiness, not to mention all of my finances into my own fucking hands as soon as possible. 
and because this is not happening, this is not gonna work. And so, so what? So what? Let's let's put a positive spin. What was the mm, best Christmas present you ever got? Best the one. best Christmas. Yeah, I want to say the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. That's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because like we like we weren't gonna get it. You yeah. know that was that was a shocker. Um. Now that's the joystick one. That's the joy. What do you yeah. need the joy. Where were you? You're 41. For, you're, you're of the same generation. I know, that's the only. I stopped after the Atari. I was done. I didn't play the Nintendo really. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not a gamer. I never. I, I I peaked at the Atari joystick, and then I was finished. I was. I was. I went to go. I went. I would either play sports, or I'd be drawing, or I'd be writing, or I'd be doing something else not, not I, I take it games. i take it back you know what was hands down the best one um my stepdad got us bmx bikes Ooh, me and my yeah. brother and so, yeah and that was like freedom that was like holy shit you know that was i remember that those are kind of hard to hide though during christmas you really <laughs> couldn't hide those too well no matter how well you wrapped them right <laughs> uh you're kind of like hey what are these two round things with the t on top i wonder <laughs> Are those bikes? No, those aren't bikes. Those are something. Those aren't for you. I forgot how they hid it from us. I think maybe they told us it was for somebody else or something. Or maybe they hid them in the forest somewhere. I don't know. But uh, um, yeah. So I'm glad we talked about that. Talk about a happy to enjoy the decline and, and uh, happiness and all that. Um, Do you want to know my favorite present? I, mean, I would love to know your favorite present. Yes, I think the one that's most memorable anyway is Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah, Optimus Prime, baby. More so than that uh, metal Voltron you got. The Voltron, the Voltron, I had to share with my brother. So. Oh, I don't like sharing. So it was, you know, I was the black. I think I was the black lion and the yellow lion. Mm-hmm. I think, and then my brother was both arms and the blue lion. So, blue lion. so I guess that's what evened out on the cost. So he well, got, wait, wait, he wait! Did they buy? You got two arms and a leg, and I got the body and one leg. So. so wait, they did you have to buy Voltron separately? Like you yeah. had to get blue line. Really, you couldn't just buy the whole set. You had to get all the individual lines together. Back then, yeah, you had to. They didn't have the the full thing. So yeah, and they were diecast metal. That was a good. That was really cool too. But but that Optimus Prime, that's the one of the coolest fucking Transformer toys ever. Was that also diecast metal, or were there yeah. plastic pieces? Oh, he was. Man. He was. A lot of it was was metal. I think his legs and his chest, or something. His arms were plastic. His mm-hmm. head was plastic, but I think his chest and his legs were um, were metal. And then you had the trailer, which was sort of useless. He <laughs> didn't really mm-hmm. use the trailer, but well, do you still got it? No, no, I don't know what happened to it. It's How did bad. you keep the Voltron and not the Optimus Prime? The not that the Vol- I think the Voltron's cooler than the Optimus Prime. It is, and that's that's probably why we kept it is is because that is so much cooler and it's a little bit more durable too. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to to Optimus. That that was a great present though. I love that present. I remember getting a GoBot, you know, because that's just what a kid wants is the knockoff. Like I got <laughs> one GoBot. I'm like, well, I thought GoBots came out first though. No, GoBots came out later, but whatever. They were they weren't as cool as Transformers. No, you know? they weren't. It's no. like, you know, the, the parents that would would just like, oh, we'll get you the knockoff version. It's the same thing. It's like you don't fucking understand. This is not the same fucking shit. Well, here's a sad, here's one more sad story, and it relates to my awesome grandma. And this is why it's sad. My awesome grandma. This is the year that uh, Transformers were big. And um, I think it was, I think it was my birthday. And I got this quote 
transformer from her. And she was so excited to give it to me. And she was so, so happy. And you know, when you're a kid and you get something that you really don't like and you feel bad and you, and you pretend to like it, but you feel yeah. bad because you feel bad for the other person for getting you something. That well, you not just like a kid and an adult, you do that too. Yeah. Exactly. But as a kid, you kind of feel the emotions even more. And I fucking cried. <laughs> I cried after she left. I was so sad because I was like, oh, I so want to like this transformer that turned. It's like it, it was like this really cheesy thing that turned into a gun. Well, wait, and, wait, uh, hold it, hold it. Was it a transformer? No, it no? was not a transformer. So it was see, a knockoff thing or something. So you didn't see because it's only audio. I did the quotes. I did the air quotes. That it's a transformer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I've been having some scotch here. So I uh. I remember. Well, good. You can have it. Uh, <laughs> I remember it got so bad because uh, then, and by this time I had given up because I was in college. I think it was even in high school, and my mom would say, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I would say, <clears throat> "I want this one thing. You can find it at this store in this <laughs> aisle." <laughs> You know, and if I if they had digital technology, I would take it a picture. I say, this is what I fucking want. And <laughs> and and for like, I think it was like four or five Christmases in a row, they wouldn't get it. And I'm just like, why the fuck did you add? And then they buy me a whole shitload of other crap I never wanted, wouldn't use. <laughs> but by that time I was in college, I was like buying myself whatever the hell I wanted. And then I think when gift cards started coming along, my mom finally got it at the age of 22 or 23. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, mom, just give me a gift card. Well, where? Just give me a gift card to Best Buy. Well, it's kind of impersonal. You know what else is impersonal, Ma? You blowing 30 or 40 <laughs> bucks on shit I don't want, not to mention your time. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it's a wonderful, happy life. <laughs> what would have happened? I would have had an extra 30 bucks. I wouldn't have to spend it on my stupid son. Would have been ungrateful for the fuck. I don't know what the hell. I just, just, I it's, <laughs> I just. And it's it's funny now I could talk about it, uh, but my mom, um, she put a lot of thought into this gift. She got me an actual authentic Indian walking stick made by, I think, Navajo or Jibwe, I forget, but, but actually made by, and, and it had a certain number of beads to represent the number of decades and tassels and things and stuff. And wow. it's this monstrous stick. And it weighs about a good 10 to 12 pounds. So you can't walk with it. <laughs> she says, you can take this hiking. I'm like, my tent weighs a fraction of this. I can't. And it's not like it's got a handle, you know, like the carpet poles. I mean, this is like, I'd be the, the, the jungle shaman with this Ugu stick casting a, a, a pox upon the, the enemy tribe. And I'm like, what am I going to do? That's your she zombie could... weapon. That would be a oh, good zombie right. weapon, yeah. it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. She's like, oh, you don't like it. I'm like, my, I like it, but what am I going? I can't hike with this. This is, you know, it's as tall as me. It's got crap on it all over the place. Do you still have it? Uh, yeah, I think my mom saved it because I, I was like, it would be, it, if I had a larger place, you know, which yeah. I will, that might make a, a nice mantelpiece. And it's exactly. authentic. Hang it's it up nice. above yeah. the mantel. Yeah. yeah. But she actually thought I was gonna like take this thing and go hiking out with. <laughs> just, just give me five pounds of rocks, okay? Just give me, you know, that would only slow me down for thirty miles. And... Oh, that sounds uh, awesome, but not practical. Exactly. Yep. No, it wasn't. It wasn't practical at all. And that, and now, now what's great about 
what's great about Christmas is I don't get anything. I don't get my parents anything. Although my dad did send me a check, which was kind of rare. It's like, what the fuck was this? Like 30 years ago when I could have bought groceries. But um, <laughs> I mean, and it's like, so it's that, but it's it, all that is gone now. Like that stress is taken off because mm-hmm. I got everything I need, you know, I, uh, and they got everything they need. They don't want anything more. If anything, they're trying to get rid of stuff out of their house as well. Trying to declutter. And um, it's kind of nice, you know, it's like, it's like everybody, family members included are guys. You don't get them anything for anything. <laughs> Birthday, holiday, whatever. No, I'm there, I get you jack fuck all shit. Here's a cigar when we go next time. That's about it. I think that's a great way to do it. I think, you know, you get presents for the kids and mm-hmm. the rest, nah, doesn't matter. Just enjoy well, each other's company. I didn't even yeah. get my, my niece's gifts because I just. Get them gifts whenever the fuck it, you know, like, hey, let's go to the toy store. Let's go. I, I think that's, you know, same thing with flowers. One time I got a bouquet of roses for the GF and the woman chicken. Is it, what was it? She said, is it her birthday or are you sorry? Or something like it was, it was this or are you sorry? I'm like, right. no, bitch, it's fucking Tuesday and I like my girlfriend. <laughs> fuck you. Right. I'm too bad your significant other just doesn't randomly get you. But yeah, there's there's no the time for gifts is like when you think of it, not oh we gotta wait for this. We gotta be there. Yeah. So I always spoil the 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 little snots. Uh, you know, whenever I go over, we go to the toy store, and you know that's that's when because that's what you gotta do as an uncle. That's that's and they gotta do it now because then they'll be grumpy and pissed off like me. <laughs> uh, when they're 43 and Christmas is rolling around and then they won't want gifts because they'll have purchased everything themselves because they would become engineers as their uncle Aaron told them to. <laughs> uh, um, You want to take a look at the super chat room? Sure. You want me to? or Yeah. Do, do, do you want to take a look at it? You can read them. Find well, it. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll go way back to the beginning here in the way back machine. In the way back machine. So Jared Pugh. Mm-hmm. P-U-G-H mm-hmm. for two bucks says go Vikings. I, I suppose in response to my skull comment. Oh, the did solstice. you put, did you, oh, skull. All right. But you were doing that for winter solstice. Not yeah. It means you're a Vikings fan. Yeah. I, I sort of am a Vikings fan. I mean, you, you never stop being one, but I mean, you, you sort of stop watching maybe, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, skull. I looked it up. Skull actually means cheers. So that's okay. what I, that's what it really means. So if hey, you're remember, drinking, cheers. Remember that time the Vikings almost made it to the Super Bowl and they missed the field goal? Oh, wait, that yeah. happened twice. And you guys are all saying skull? <laughs> I don't that? know. Uh, skull is sort of new. It's with the new stadium. They wanted to try to make it a good experience. And so they the, the skull chant is new. Anyway. I'm sure the chant will win. That'll get them into the Super Bowl is chanting. That'll... How are they doing this year, by the way? I haven't paid attention. Um, I think what they're like five hundred. So, so they're not somewhere. making it to the Super. They're not well, making it to the playoffs. Yeah, they they have to. I, I think the division kind of sucks, so they still might get into the playoffs. But um, it's not it's not looking good. I always make sure. I mean, Sunday is sort of football day, but I always make sure that I'm doing something else, and maybe the the games are on in the background so that I don't. After we lose, <laughs> I don't think. Well, shit! I just wasted three hours of my life, so I'm always trying to do something. I was chatting with Elkins, and he says I got to get off the sports ball. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "No, I'm, I, I really am addicted to sports ball." I'm like, "Yeah, not addicted to sports ball." He's Is like, he "No, really? I, well, and, and that's what's shocking. He wasn't addicted, but um, Notre Dame 
he was because that's where he went to school. And he was watching this game, and he spent three hours watching the game. And this is him telling it me to it. And he says, uh, and they lost, and I was pissed. And I was pissed that I wasted three hours. I yeah. pissed that they were lost, and I was pissed that I was pissed. And, and I guys, how do I get rid of the sports ball? I said, and I took him step by step, you know, because asshole consulting is great. And I didn't charge him for it. He'll charge me, but I don't charge him because I'm his friend. <laughs> and I, I say, okay, uh, do you personally know anyone? Uh, on the Notre Dame team? He's like, no. Do any of those guys come from Indiana? He's like, no. I said, does that university hate you because of your plumbing downstairs and the color of your skin? He's like, probably. I said, do you know anyone at that college right now? No. I say, why in fuck's name do you give a shit? It's basically you're cheering on jerseys. You're, You're cheering on a color of jersey with a matching helmet against a different color jersey, a different, I mean, I, why? I mean, if anything, I cheer against the Minnesota Gophers because the University of Minnesota hated people like me and they treated us like shit. It's a shitty school. It's a shitty, it's an evil institution. If a meteorite hit it, I cheer. I mean, there's, I mean, it's, I was, I was trying to like explain it to, so what possible connection do you have to the Vikings? Oh, me? Yeah. Well, I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> and I watched None of it them are from Minnesota. I, I watched it as a kid. Hey, you know, back to Nietzsche. He said mm. he was all for sports and competition really? because it keeps the herd from killing each other in oh, big wars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You know Mitch Berg? Uh, AM1280, I, I, the Patriot? Um, I haven't really listened to him. I've seen him on Facebook. Okay, all right. So Mitch Berg, he has a show uh, on AM1280, the Patriot. Uh, but he also has a book called True Liberty, and it's T-R-U-L-B-R-T, True Liberty. And it's brilliant. It's, it's I mean, I don't know, it's, it's a little late for Christmas, but if you guys want to get something that's uh, funny as hell, but also very uh, politically and philosophically insightful, one of the main things he has is kind of, it's a post-apocalyptic Twin Cities, but mm-hmm. funny. He makes it funny. And the it's almost like the Road Warrior or uh, <clears throat> uh, Mad Max when the Green Bay Packers come to town to fight the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> and how it's all breaded circuses. And he just rips apart the conformists, yeah. these fucking sports ball idiots. And half the population doesn't know that 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 the government is gone oh it's brilliant any of the mob gets in and fake currency comes in. he does a masterful job so this is um, fiction no dt the, the economy has collapsed in the past and no <laughs> yes it is fiction yeah yeah this this is it's cool. what would happen what is it oh uh it happens in china like this slight faux pas there's um a Chinese general who's from Northern China and his accent is misinterpreted to give the exact complete opposite command. And that throws the Chinese markets into chaos and (laughs) some debt that the U S so in other words, the United States is wiped out economically over the course of, of a night. And then it read a book. I I don't like to admit it. Um, (laughs) So this is so good that you actually read it. I, uh, I hate to say it. I couldn't put it down. Oh, wow. Because it was so funny and it was so on in terms of economics. There were some things you had to overlook. uh, Like, uh, oh. Well, that's quite the endorsement to Mitch. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's, uh, 
it's funny. You know, don't take it too seriously, but behind the humor and the sarcasm is just some scathing sociopolitical commentary. I mean, just some mock on the people who deserve it. Hmm. Um, and like, so of course, like smart enough to know that, that, so there's like the way that you say it in Chinese mm-hmm. will have a totally different meaning. That's, that's yes. what causes, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, Mitch, Mitch Berg. It's, it's a good book, true Liberty. And then the other one was, uh, <clears throat> hang on, let me look this up while we're talking about books that I was highly impressed with. One of which you're going to have to read through. It's like Cowboy Bebop. You got to get through a bit of it before you become addicted. I think it's called Welcome to the Divide. I think I've heard of that. Maybe that I heard one, of it from um, Yeah, Welcome to the Divide by S.P. Daly. And there's my review. Yeah, Welcome to the Divide by S.P. Daly. Tragically, only two customer reviews. That hmm. was a true uh, intellectual stimulation to read. Now, you got to get past... The point where he talks in third person. The first couple chapters is him talking in third person. Then you figure out why later. Um, but yeah, so did he guys, get a degree in creative writing to do that? Or well, you can't write without a degree in creative writing because <laughs> you and me and everyone listening, we all have our degrees in communications, right? We wouldn't be able to communicate mm-hmm. without them, correct? Well, yeah, you know, because I played the sports ball, and that's what that's what they all they all uh, major in. Sports medicine, communication. Oh my God. Just <laughs> just do away. Why even have college football at all? Let these kids play right out of high school. Do you know how much money the NFL would make? I mean, now the colleges would lose it, but it would basically, you'd have a junior league. Yeah, right. You know, or like the triple like A's or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you could play near university. You could rent out the stadium and then you could generate money for the university. You could call yourself the Minnesota gophers or whatever but if you just let these kids fresh out of high school play for money right and they yeah. wouldn't have to waste their time on some bullshit study well it's, could- it's such a joke i mean i've gone to some of the gopher games with my uncle and <laughs> and you sit there and you listen to what they're majoring in it's all the same shit they just get up there communications 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 English. sports medicine sports, <laughs> sports therapy yeah, Kine- like those- kinesiology that's one of them kinesiology. oh yeah kine- oh yeah yeah that way they they don't have to they don't their their classes are in the same practicing where they practice their sports it's all right. the sports they, they the just study of the movement of the human body kinesiology oh god i remember all these i want to go into sports management you know you get this this dopey fucking kid i'm like looking at him and i like look i'm no athlete but i can run and you know i i could hold my own I'm looking at this fat guy. I'm like, what the fuck's name are you going to sports management for? Well, I really love sports. Well, fuck you and fuck that. And I was just pissed off. I'm like, go become an accountant, you dipshit. What are you going to study? Well, you know, uh, uh, maybe I could run a team when I'm like, oh, shut up, Vince Lombardi. Get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, but that I feel, I actually feel bad. I don't hate. The athletes, because those guys bust their fucking asses off. Oh, yeah. I hate the fucking sheep that worship them. Right. I mean, my God. And 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 imagine how much better football would be if you didn't have to have them faking getting a degree part-time, uh, right. sitting at Edmondson Hall, talking to having some ditzy 24-year-old moron with her master's in communications acting like it's a fucking thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, for some reason, it's like it alleviates guilt. It's like, 
it's like the um what's that thing the catholic church did to to pay for people uh, in hell? F- forgivenesses right? uh uh indulgences indulgences yeah. yes so indulgences. that's that's what it is so so that people in the stadium and the stands can can feel okay about cheering for these young people giving people life-altering concussions right like yeah hit them harder kill them so you can feel better about that while they're getting a degree in communications i you you a perfect example of liberals not giving a damn about minorities predominantly football is uh minorities i mean there are some white folk in there but I think it's majority uh, black, Hispanic, correct? Kind of like baseball, but not. It's got to be. I mean, the the linemen are, I would say, are about half white, half black. Okay, and, and but quarterbacks there, are about half white, half black. There are there's a higher percentage of minorities on the University of Minnesota football team than if you just go walking down. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Central Avenue. Then okay. Oh, yeah. So here there is, is an affirmative action and and football. No, there's no, no, no there's no affirmative. This is what I'm saying. These boys, young men, could be making millions at the age of 18, yes. or at least hundreds of thousands of dollars right off the bat. But you, you fucking precious uh, uh, liberal folk who oh diversity, diversity. Oh my god, I just want to help out the more. You know, how about you let them play for cash? Right. How about you not force them to to because you're damn right. You know what happens. Uh, Gordon Ramsay, he's not black or Hispanic. You know Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, the, the cook guy or the, the chef cook guy. guy. Yeah. Do you know what he was originally before? He was a soccer player, right? Soccer player or until football. he was. The, yeah, football. football. Okay, soccer you. because we saved the world three fucking times. Thank you very yeah. much. Now yeah. all of you can <laughs> suck our dick. Um, he he busted his leg uh, in college and he was going to, he was bound for the pros. Yep. And why why was he not getting paid playing borderline professional ball? Right, making millions for or at least hundreds of thousands to prove himself. But I mean, I, but the, these these college players make millions for their universities and colleges. I mean, right. they're, just, they, they're a cash cow, and that's mm-hmm. what I mean. It's an indulgence that you sit there in the stands, and it's like, well, they're getting a free education, free education, great with his degree and yeah. risk risk life debilitating injuries out there entertaining us, but they're getting a free education out of it. I, I even think some of the high school, cause high school and hockey uh, at the high school level, um, it's popular enough. The main TV stations here will run coverage. Fucking pay those kids. Right, right. What, what, you know, it, look, all you, I know half the audience is uh, the soccer mom and the husband that we're just talking about who are way up in their ears in debt and they not, and they're, they're losers. So they have to point to their kid and live, live vicariously through them. But the other half, I mean, shit, you get a good old fashioned Edina versus fucking war road or international falls versus uh, Egan or something like that. You know, the old iron range kids and the, and then, you know, the preppy little mm-hmm. uh, big schools. Now. Oh, that's, there's some money to be made there. Pay those fucking kids. Cause a lot of them are going to get injured too. And they're going to be, right. they can't, they can't play in, in college, but Oh no, no education just has to come first. Education. It's crazy that people don't, I mean, when I was a kid, I loved football. I played football. Luckily I wasn't good enough to really play in high school and get life debilitating injuries as a result. Right. But if I had sons, I would not let them play football. No fucking way would I let them. I mean, it's just that it's such a small percentage that that end up making money, mm-hmm. and 
And I don't know how long it's going to last. I mean, there's even some pro players that are like, I, I am in so much pain. Mm-hmm. They're retired. They're, they're, they're in so much pain and their brains are fucked up that they basically say, if I had to do it over again, even though they've made millions of dollars, they they wouldn't do it again. And that just goes to show you that this whole back to bringing it right back to the start of this conversation, that money is not, is, it's not the point of life. I mean, these people are millionaires and yet they would trade that in so that they didn't fucking hurt every morning getting out of yep. bed and so that they didn't forget the name of their wife or whatever with the brain injury. Well, most guys want to have that to happen anyway. So, oh, I got amnesia. Yeah. Who are you? What are my kids now? We better get divorced. Oh, oh shit. It's like the, you know, the safest way to get uh, to divorce your wife without getting sued and losing the, it's a brilliant idea. I didn't come up with this. Someone else came up with it. But do you, what's it, let's say you can't stand the nag anymore and you want to get out of it. How do you do it without her suing you for everything? Oh man, okay, I, I, I'm all ears, I guess. Well, you you gonna get rid of uh, Mrs. DT or something? No, no, I'm just to, oh, that. Oh, I haven't really right. thought about that really hard, so I I, I I'm completely unprepared you, to answer you, this you, question you got a 100 percent full-blown case of the aids or not i'm, I'm not the, the aids the gays you're you're gay, gay. You're gay. the yeah, george costanza remember i'm gay you're right gay. yeah i'm very gay you you do the so uh, the wife will not go after your money if you're gay what she well if it's like you reject her you're spurning her Nothing hell have no scorning like a woman scorn or whatever that yeah, it's yeah. personal. But if you say I'm gay, I've always been gay. I thought I, I could beat it. Always been gay. I've lived this dark life. And you know, you get your, you know, you go to the gay nightclub, say, look, just act like my boyfriend. No, she, she's a nag. She won't leave me to fuck alone. I just want, want my kids and I don't want to have to pay alimony half my assets. And then, then you like, uh, you, you start wearing funny stuff. You talk with a lisp and then, and then she's like, Oh, he's sober. Eh? He's sober. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably give you money. Anyway, that's, that's just, so I suppose. Yeah. I mean, even if you, even if you suggest that maybe she turned you gay, she probably still wouldn't blame you. That would be her fault. No, 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 no. You don't know how this works. So, trust me. I've, I've seen a lot of people get divorced. It's never her fault. Okay. If you can get out, if you say you drove me gay, yeah, you insulted her. But I mean, what you, I mean, but that there is a risk of that. If all of a sudden you say you're gay, she might think that. Well, you'd have to like, you have to start acting weird. Go, yeah. go take gay <laughs> lessons. I don't know. Go, go down to the gay nineties. They gotta have a. a, a you saying a gay people are weird, Clary? <laughs> There are two types of gay. Hey, of hey I, I'll, I'll tell you all you want to know about gay people. Best friend is gay. I've gone to the gay nineties. I've gone to the saloon. I've I've hung out with the gay community. I've, I'm pro gay marriage. I'm just not gay. Uh, there are two types of gay people. There are the <laughs> normal gay people. Oh, that oh, just, you see if there's a comment section below. If there's gay people in the comment section, you tell Mister DT if I'm right or wrong about this. I mean, I'm very generalizing, of course. There's two. There are people who are just gay. You wouldn't know it. If you ever met my buddy Khan, you would not know he's gay. <clears throat> he's architect. Da, 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 da. And then maybe after three or four meetings later, you might find out, oh, he'll slip. Oh, yeah, I was on a date with my boyfriend. Like, wait, boyfriend? What? Right. You're like, oh, he's gay. I didn't think he was. Oh, no. That is the silent majority, if you will. Right, yeah. 
the then non-attention whoring. Then game. there's the yeah. hey everybody. It's like uh, and right. and there is some animosity let's just say between the normal gay people who just want to be gay and left the fuck alone and the hey everybody <laughs> that was special and i mean the perfect example i was at uh used to be called rousey's blue room what's it called now downtown minneapolis the crave Oyster bar oh maybe that's what it is <laughs> no, i'm just kidding that's from that's from police academy <laughs> oh whatever okay it's 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 in the basement it's high-end joint me and the gf go down there she wants a scotch okay so we're going to and it was nice. It was actually real nice because there's a music band part over there. And then there's uh, another bar because you're going downstairs and into the basement. And the stairwell <clears throat> sections off the noise. So you're just in this nice, quiet bar, just having a drink. And then, sure enough, you hear them before you see them. Oh, boyfriend, da 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 on the phone. Probably right. doesn't have reception. Walks in, oh, oh, just sits down and oh my god, oh, I need this. Looks at the menu, just gotta talk about it. Oh, do I want this? Or do I want that? Oh, just you know what, make whatever. It's like nobody cares you're gay, right? Nobody. Exactly. I you might. I know you have nothing else in value to offer society and life, and thus the only thing you have is you're gay. But you know, my buddy Khan. He's he's an architect. He's an artist. He will he will talk to you about that long before he even talks about his sexuality. Uh, another friend of mine, an accountant. Uh, boring as a more exciting as sexuality is, he's probably more likely to tell you about his day working as an accountant uh, than he is uh, a gay. Uh, my buddy Kim, she's lesbian. <clears throat> she's not going to lead in with. By the way, right. I like clams and curtains. Well, it's the um, most boring fucking thing to talk about. So it's good. I mean, you're not going to associate with boring people. So, I mean, no. yeah, I fuck this. Yeah, okay, great. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I I, don't fuck that, but uh, anyway, so. Right. I mean, it's just boring. I what, mean, what do you think about Nietzsche? You know, that kind of, yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, where the hell were we going? Oh, he he would have to, have to thread that needle where he'd have to kind of, hints of flamboyancy but not over the top if you know what you know he's not gonna walk in with a feather bow i gun hey uh but you know he would have to like receipts from the gay 90s or a gay bar you know that he happens to leave in his in his pockets as the wife does the laundry like what are you doing here oh a friend of mine you know and then he hangs out with that friend more often and then um and then uh you know, like leaving, uh, you know, uh, uh, they got to have like meetup groups. You go and there'd be a pamphlet. Am I gay? Question 20 questions to find out, you know, leaving little subtle hints. And then, um, then you would say, you know, dear, I'm sorry, but I've, I've, I've been exploring, you know, talking to a therapist would be a huge thing. Like I, I think even if the therapist isn't in on it, act like you think you're gay. Well, so go you're and- back to trying to show your wife that you want to leave, that you're gay. So you're right. Then now. you bring her in to the therapist that you've been talking to for six months. I mean, this is a long term plan. You're laying, you're laying. Oh what do you don't just do it? Yeah. Yesterday I went to the, the shrink. Oh, turns out I'm gay. Yeah, Holy shit. I like Dick. Who knew? <laughs> Cause then, then it's going to be the, what was the one with uh, Kevin James and Adam Sandler? Where they had right. to act gay to get health insurance or something. See, so yeah, see, that's what I think is 
that's a little hidden like silver lining to everything that's happening today for the sing for the single guys out there that are MGTOW or that are just like, you know what, it's never gonna happen, never gonna get married, never gonna do any of that kind of shit. You just find your your wingman and you get married. Quote get and, married. Yeah, and, and you live together and and you you share the health insurance and you wow. share all the benefits of being a married couple, but he's your wingman. He's your best bud, you know, and, and you got to take advantage of the system. That's, I mean, that's what I think that it would be the best piece of advice I could give to anybody. That's like, that would, it's like wow. It's like, use the system for your own benefit. I mean, if, and there was actually a, um, I can't remember the lawyer show, but it was with William Shatner. I can't, it was a really funny show and David Spade. Do you remember that one? No, I know the one where he's, where and he marries was a lawyer. Yeah, and he marries the guy to help, or the David Spade lawyer character marries William Shatner's character, and they're both straight. <laughs> and and he marries them because the William Shatner character is sick and needs health insurance or something like that. Right. And they, they argue their case before the court and all of that, that, yeah, I love this guy. And who are you to tell me, you know, what, what marriage should be? And And it ends up, they end up winning the case that they can be married and and even though they're not like sexually involved with each other, and I guess I, I guess the show just like always, a real marriage. <laughs> the show always ended oh. with them like enjoying scotch and cigars or something like that, <laughs> and they're just like, "I love you, I love you," and, and that's how it ended. <laughs> that's great. That's great. And so that's I mean that when in Rome, man. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. They they made the rules. I have a uh, an associate colleague, whatever you want to call him. Uh, uh, his wife refuses to go on the Obamacare, even though they're the type of people that would qualify for it. They're working poor. And I'm like, dude, go on the fucking Obamacare for G. I'd rather have you guys have it than fucking miss machine gun spit out babies over there and, 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 and spitting out the kids. Uh, yeah. Fuck pride. I mean, really? Oh, the pride, pride. No, the, the, yeah. you voted this. Did you vote Republican? Yes. All right. Well, then you have every right to collect all the fucking government exactly. cheese that you qualify for. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, let's go through some other. Of the sure. Okay. Chat. Yep. I got him here. Bacon Maldito. He he is. Um, I think he is the one from. No, that's Shoelander. I think Bacon was Bacon also from Pacific Northwest. We're going to have a Pacific Northwest podcast one of these days. And I think Bacon is one of the. So people. this is way back in the beginning of the podcast. Okay. He, he says, thanks for starting your damn live chat right when I start my job of angrily driving and yelling at stupid people in traffic. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Well, see, we did it very good for him. That's uh, yeah. I, I think he is in the Pacific Northwest. So he's dry. He drives for a living and. Well, anytime you want to pay us money, we'll be on the shit. I mean, I, yeah, I sympathize, man. Every time I go out on the road, there's somebody almost fucking killing me. So I, uh, you know, we're not going to have that problem. South Dakota. South Dakota. That's right. Well, in, I, in the summer though, isn't there, there's, there's, a that's lot. when you rent out your place for egregious sums of money yeah. to the Harley Sturgis writers and you right. go away. Then you go to Wyoming or then you go to, uh, Denver <laughs> or something. And then you just, you just then That's you go and visit, yeah. then yeah. you go back home and visit the people in schmuck land i mean sucker land i mean dipshit land i mean guilty of white guilt land. i'm sorry minnesota minnesota then you go visit those kuantahahas so atham had a two dollars well, so cool. i should say bacon was 527 
Thank you. Atham two bucks. DT equals Eeyore. Aaron equals not enough steps and Fitbit. Wow. What's that fucker up to? I got... I was going to beat him. Am I still Eeyore, by the way? No, you've actually gotten a lot happier. Yeah. Uh, Probably because you have paid off your house. You did the part-time work. You hung out with your kids. And I, I actually think you moving to South Dakota is going to make you happier. I think that that giving you hope and you don't have to be in this state that hates your fucking guts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that's, um, that's going to, I know it's putting me in a better mood just cleaning out the fucking house. Put me in a way better mood. I'm not even moving. You know, there's no house to move to. This is just like, Oh yeah, we're doing this shit. You know, it's, right. it's not. Uh, yeah. There's something about a clean, fresh start. You know, I mean, it's never, you're never too old to have one of those. So yeah. All right, bacon maldito again. Another one, two fifty three. Awesome. So he went. Let's see what he did here. Five twenty seven and two fifty three. This is what sixty eighty is. Uh, Eight eighty. I don't know if there's a real reason. I think he just randomly donated two dollars and fifty three cents. Oh. I wouldn't read into it too much. Seven eighty. All right, seven eighty. P.S. I hate malls more than Ann. Oh, he hates malls more than Ann Sturzinger hates okay. malls. I don't okay. think he hates Ann Sturzinger. No, yeah, he hates malls more than Ann. Yeah. I can't see Ann. Yeah, Ann Sturzinger would not be in a mall. Because <laughs> that would require a car. That's, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, hey. That's <laughs> All right, and then we got a bunch of, I, there's, a lot of con- there's a lot of people commenting, but not giving you money. Yeah, the mammons get up to the question. Everyone's, I mean, I would like to read through all the questions, but we don't have time for it. But I mean, you know. Hey, I just a really good question. Sure. As I was scrolling through here, I saw I saw a comment though. It caught my eye because Mm. DT was in the comment. You know, this Goremonger guy too says, "DT, you're already on a list." That's what he thinks. You probably are. I don't. I guess they could somehow figure out that DT. If if it actually am, but you could make the argument that whether you have your conceal or not, you're going to be hunted down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, if you're on, if you're on an act, if you make it easy for them, then mm-hmm. they're gonna find you easy, and they're yeah. lazy, right? The whole point is that the left is lazy, so the the harder they have to work to figure out who the fuck you are, the better. That is true. I I just I, if they're coming after me, it's gonna be uh, John Creasy. You ever see last man? Not last man standing. Man on fire. Uh, is that the one with Denzel? Denzel Washington. Yeah. They try to make a hit. They kidnap the girl. Right. Right. And he, he comes to his buddy gets to him. What does he say? I'd, I've only seen the movie once. Oh, so he's, he's fucked up. He shot up. He says, how many did I get? The guy says, right. you got six. It's like, good. That's <laughs> what I want to know. I want to get six. Right. There's a sequel to, to man on fire, I guess. No, like, really? Yep. No, there's he just dies a, in the first one. How is there a sequel? I don't know. There was a sequel, I guess. What's Denzel the name? Denzel was back. Yep. Uh, I, I hear as I'm scrolling through, somebody says, see, now I'm just going to look for the DT ones. <laughs> All right. Be, hang on. It I'm going to look Yo, up. DT, what's the man doing these days? And I can't say. We can't say. Because <laughs> he's actually doing real well. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. Hang on. I'm looking up. Man on Fire sequel. Walking yeah, the equalizer a- made me feel like 
I'd gotten the Man on Fire sequel I never had. Yeah, the Equalizer. Oh, okay. Is is um, it's not a sequel, but uh, it's yeah, it's got Denzel Washington. It's one of those things where I wanted to watch it, but I'd have to get up and go to a theater and spend <laughs> money, and then <clears throat> that was kind of. I haven't gone to. I just I didn't even see the Bruce Willis movie, the uh, Death Wish remake. Right, right. I'm not going to see the Clint that. Eastwood. I'm not going to see the Clint Eastwood movie. I just kind of, I don't have it in me anymore. I kind of, I don't know. Clint Eastwood is supposed to be good. Ooh, we just got a ten dollars sh- chat. Well, let's go through them uh, chronologically here. Yeah, so I, know, I know, I know, I know. This is a good one to help promote. Uh, Christopher Morales, oh. four ninety nine, says make sure to like the video, people. We got 74 watching with only 30 or so likes, exclamation point, like Donald Trump. Help the captain <laughs> out this Christmas, Wow. If you actually really want to help the captain out, if you guys want to subscribe to both my channels, the Older Brother channel and this one, because we're almost going to be at 50,000 um, for the Aaron Cleary channel. Oh. And I think I think that triggers some kind of algorithm thing or something like that. So if we get above 50,000, because we're at like 44,000 and change, and I've never really promoted or plugged, oh, subscribe, da, da, da. But yeah, if you want to subscribe, that'll help out. That doesn't cost nothing. What, um, what do, you, do you get something at 50,000? Do you get like a plaque? When does no, you I, well, maybe, plaques? I don't know. Maybe you get, I, I know on Twitter, I get the authenticated blue circle. Um, I, what I'm saying from a more of a, like if my videos get recommended to other people, if you get 50,000, you're probably it's, it's the law of gravity. I'm sure if we were to look at Google or Facebook's or whatever's algorithms on what to promote, there is some kind of gravitational Newtonian physics, you know, more mass, more likes or subscribes or comments, the more it's going to generate uh, traffic. Um, See, your key is to get big, but not too big. Because if you get too big, then you're going to attract the attention of all the fucking, you know, people that 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 get rid of channels and deep. Right, but and but I I make sure I make sure that doesn't happen because we really actually don't talk. Uh, I mean, we may talk controversial stuff, but nothing that's gonna. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. True. True. You gotta According, hang now with these fucking five people, five man. years from now me mentioning the United Negro college fund, <laughs> right. even though it's a historical fact right. that will, yeah, that'll trigger some kind of right. thing. And, you know, and uh, we could be talking about how I want to help out minorities and football teams make money fresh out of high school. That won't qualify, but you know, it's, it's, Oh, did you hear that? Aaron said, uh, uh I don't know what black women should stop majoring in stupid shit. <gasps> well, no, they should, because that would really help them out and help close the wage gap. But you know, I'm not. I'm not worried that much because I'll. I'll. It's. It's like, Your Honor, I'm trying to help all minorities, women, way more than you lefties are. Uh, well, so I, not- I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody that actually listens to what you say, but will will understand what's actually going on. Right. But I mean, it's like anybody else that's been deplatformed. They just lie about you and. Right. No, we'll we'll see. But but you know that's why we got the older brother podcast and it's PG or maybe PG twelve occasionally. Um. But uh, anyway, yes, thank you. If you want, just subscribe. Let's get it above 50,000. And honestly, I'd like to be as big as PewDiePie because then I make a shit ton of fucking money. 
and then then I'd really be able to do what I wanted. And I'd well, write some you know, really crazy Aaron, books. Speaking of the whole PewDiePie thing, your haircut is very Nazi-like. Is it now? Is it what? <laughs> it's looking. It's looking a little slightly more Nazi-ish. Well, I'm sorry. I can't What's do that. What's in the background of your video? I mean, let's see. How, how can we? How can we say that there's something Nazi on this? There's nothing. Podcast? It's sparse. What? It's minimal. I... Well, it's the short haircut. If you have a short haircut now, you're a Nazi. No, if you're a white male, you're a Nazi. Well, yeah. Get it I'm right, DT. Given. Where have you been? I vote Republican, therefore I'm Nazi. So there's one. We the ten dollar. Uh, Are we already chat. at the ten dollar? Did we get everybody else's super chat? Yeah, we got. It. I All think right. so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the $10 is keep it up, Aaron from Steve Evans. Thank you, Steve. I will until I, you know, get PewDiePie money. Then fuck. I'm going, no, I probably, I would probably never leave. Like even if I made millions, I, right. I know I would probably do a podcast a week. Cause it's um, fun. It's fun. Yeah. You gotta have something to do. I'd wrote, I'd write a piece a week. Um, I, you know what I do with a lot of money if I had millions, Millions, so millions, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. I would get billboard advertisements at universities. There you go. And I'd have politically incorrect advertisements, like all liberal arts degrees are worthless. Stop majoring in the liberal arts. Have you looked I- into the variable <laughs> message signs? I mean, I, I, how much does it cost? They got all these LED, you know, variable message signs. I, I, I don't know. That's on my to-do list, which is right here. And um, I'm that would be fucking hilarious if I'm driving home from work one day and I see your mug up there. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be that mine. Would, that would make my day. <laughs> but it would, it would be things like, you know, we take a picture of Trigley Puff and we put it next to a hot chick and we just put Democrat under one Republican, right. join the right party. You know, um, <clears throat> uh what is it feminists hate men i mean just simple stuff that the remember when i when i talked to that republican party that you had me go talk to and i said yeah, get they're, billboards they're they're, they're not, not as big as you kind of portray them to be they're kind of a small group of frustrated people my my, my point is i had this idea long ago they're not going to do it but i will for shits and giggles you know that's uh, yeah the that's what billboards I and the and the urinal ones yeah and I mean the urinal ones. No, just like just right by the U of M. You yeah. know, your degree is worthless. <laughs> Stop wasting time in the liberal arts. Why it's are feminists cheaper that? now with the with the variable message signs where it's just all electronic? I mean, it's gotta be cheaper. Oh yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, because what you just program, you don't have to send poor right. some poor schmo up there to do the the swoopy swoop with the 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 paint extender or whatever. Right. Right, yeah. and, and you could do it for, I, I'm sure they've got contracts for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Based on the people who advertise on those things, which are Fortune 500 companies, I'm sure I can't afford it. I'm sure it's way out of my league. Um, but we should just, do a fundraiser. If there's going to be a fundraiser, it's why would I raise a million dollars to buy advertising well, when I can just keep I, the million dollars? I bet you it won't be a million. It depends on where. All right, it you is. know. Right, okay, hang on. Instead of us talking about it, why don't we just use this internet yeah. thing? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you could you could do a special live stream where you try to raise money to have a variable message sign for whatever the minimum amount of time okay. it is. Okay. I mean, have Here you seen go. all that 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 fucking realtor that's in the Twin Cities now? That he he just is. 
his signs are up all over the fucking place. Uh, I can't remember. It's just you assume I, I go down south into the city, although I have been going to WA Frost more commonly, uh, but I, I don't really pay attention to the ads. Why? I'm sure you've seen this guy. He's the realtor where he's holding his arms really wide. No, okay. not really. No. I Okay, here we go. Billboard advertising costs. In my home city of Boston, bulletins range from 11000 to 23000 per four weeks. In Boy. sunny San Diego, it ranges from 8400 to 15000 for, for, So for a month, That's I got a shell. Huh? That's San Diego. Well, okay, Midwestern Milwaukee, bulletins range 3000 to 4000 per week. So about $1,000 a week. And this is 2013. That's before the economy was booming. Yeah, but that's before that these, these signs are up all over the place now, though, too. Uh, they were probably pretty special back then. Okay, all right. Well, see, I'm here's be 2018. Here, hang on, hang on. Here's one from 2018. Trying to be encouraging. Yeah, encourage me to blow it. When we talk about minimalism and everything. I know, like, but it would be so cool. <laughs> you just bring your phone out there and you show your, your, your mug and with the sign behind you, you know? I mean, okay. that would be the payoff for people to donate to you. Here we go. September 28th, 2018. Is that recent enough for you? Sure. Okay. Kaya Tracy. How much does a billboard cost? This depends on format, circulation, demographics, and impressions. Traditional billboards cost on an average $250 a month in rural areas and $1,500 to $4,000 in small to mid-sized cities and $14,000 or more in larger markets. Contrast, traditional billboard. Okay. I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm getting oh, yeah. to it. Pull the broomstick out of my ass. <laughs> Jesus. In contrast, digital billboards can cost 10000 or more depending on the location. Billboard advertising can be a great way to promote blah, blah, blah. I bet you if it's by the U of M campus or any campus, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be expensive, yeah. And so then the problem that I face is, hey, let's raise $1.5 million for Clary to do a nationwide campaign. And I'd be like, uh, how about we just raise $1.5 million for Clary and you never see him again? And then he's very happy. Like, Well, remember when Obama was elected and there was a billboard in Minnesota that had George Bush saying, miss me yet? Yeah. And it made national news? Yeah. And, and I, I understand that winning the lottery aspect of it i understand that sensationalism and putting a, an advertisement for worthless up by the u of m campus might be worth it now i do have a big advertising thing happening here quite soon um but i'm not going to ruin it for people it'll happen down the road um but this is me dabbling in it but one of the things about being a minimalist is you know i don't have the budget to drop right. 15 grand 15 grand for fuck's sake that's almost like my living expenses uh for the year you know uh so i know people what people mistake is they mistake my freedom for wealth it, that's right. not it i don't have a shit ton of money right. i have very low expenses and i just don't have expensive taste i think the most expensive thing i buy is probably gas and, and and maintenance on my vehicles because I travel so much. But otherwise, I'm crashing in people's houses, friends' houses, stuff like that. I occasionally get a hotel. Um, but yeah, 15 grand, that has to pay off or the next year, I'm right. FUBAR. You right. know? So it, it's uh, so maybe we could do a fundraiser, uh, but I'm, I don't know. How about, how about back to South Dakota? You get some kind of wall drug style viral viral sign thing going on just just a viral sign just just like people, that it just happens i just make it viral 
if people aren't uh, familiar with the wall drug signs when you're driving across South Dakota, there's all these signs for wall drug. Wall drug. Yeah. Free ice water. Some yeah, free ice water. Some people have put them up overseas, I think, too. Saying yeah. how far it is to wall drug. Oh. <laughs> it's um and then actually I went to wall drug for the first time in like 25, 30 years. I thought and it was kind of fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I have yeah. to admit it was really cool. Like 30 years ago was not that great. Um but now I was like, we got a we got a neat mug, got a neat coffee mug uh from South Dakota. And there's like nice, it's not too expensive, but certainly something that, you know, if you're on your way back to the East wall drug is basically the last stop you're going to have, unless you want to consider the Mitchell corn palace, a place to stop. Right. But you stop there, you get your thing, you buy your, your knickknacks and your doodads, take it home. They got, you know, shot glasses and some artwork too. I mean, they got a lot of little bit of everything. And so it, it's, it's a total tourist trap, but I thought it was fun. I thought, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. What you know what the most underrated thing though that I've never heard anybody else say about South Dakota and I thought it was just amazing. And you could Und- do this kind of on the way out. Underrated in South Dakota mm-hmm. on the way. No, it ain't out. that fucking nuclear launching I love the site that you and Doc think is the greatest thing. It ever. was great. Oh god. It you was too. awesome. You too. <laughs> you went there? Did you go there finally? No. I drove oh, go like, there. It's cool. By the way, it's 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 it it taps into that whole apocalypse feel. It's oh, great. All right. all right, I'll go there the next time. I'm not in a rush doing boring things like hiking, canyoneering, rafting, shooting guns, fossil hunting, agate hunting, climbing really mountains, cool. smoking cigars. When when my choice is church or go to the missile silo place, <laughs> I'll go to the missile silo place. It's cool. It's really cool. Doc loved it. He's like, oh yeah, it's really. It's good. like a monument to the end of the end of the world. That's what it is. It's a monument to the end of the world. It's fantastic. Actually, no. Doc might be our neighbor too. Oh he really? Was, yeah, he was scoping out property there too, and we knew because he's like, yeah, I was out near Caputa. I'm like Caputa. I said, you stop over at the I forget the name of. It. There's only one bar and restaurant. I was like, yeah, I talked to the guy there. I'm like, yeah, I talked to the guy there too. He's like, yeah, we're thinking. I'm like. Why would you live in Caputa? That's way the hell out there, man. I'm like, get closer to the mountains. Oh, no, I kind of want that. Uh, but yeah, Doc might be your neighbor out there, too. Cool. That's See, I think if I, well, I shouldn't say if. When we move out there. There you go. Yeah. Um, there's got to be some kind of nonprofit that we could found for, like, helping people like us move to Rapid City to move to the Black Hills. It what what was the first topic of our conversation on this podcast? Well, and I know, but there are people like us that don't have the means like we do and just need a little what? help. Yeah, there's people like us that what? don't have. Yeah, they just can't just pick up and leave. And if and if you just give them, if you start like a nonprofit and and help people move, just maybe help them slightly with moving expenses to escape the the liberal hell holes in which they're living and and come to the redoubt of South Dakota where there's people like them they're refugees from democrats right right no i i, I, mean, I you understand could, you could found a, a charity like that where you I, I, where you I, one no 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 you're and then brings in more money to Rapid City, no, more economic no. activity. What, yeah. what, what, what the fuck is this? Cha- what? Oh, you made such piss poor decisions. <laughs> no, but you, you are. Can't move. 
I, you need my help to have you move but it? We, no. We, we take a good percentage, right? I mean, you got to pay yourself first. Why? As a nonprofit. All these people, you, you rip on all these people there. that are part of nonprofits. You might as well win in Rome, start your when own we nonprofit. We get out there. Yourself. We're going to have so much fun shit to do. You'll <laughs> actually leave the house. That's how fun South Dakota is. It's going to be so fun. You'll actually leave the house, DT. And I almost can guarantee it. We're not going to waste our time with a nonprofit. The only thing I would waste a nonprofit time is to make sure liberals don't move to oh, South right. Dakota. Yeah. That would be about the only thing I would do. Yeah, public and, service message and messages about how there's so many, you know, racists in South Dakota. No, no, no. What I would do horrible is people. I, I would I would send all the drunk Indians in downtown Rapid City. Here's a bus ticket to Minneapolis and and a <laughs> list of their social services. Right. Go there. You know, you get some dipshits from California. Here's a bus ride to the Twin Cities, and they love you communist swipple uh well, there you socialists. Go. Exchange program. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take all those dirty, nasty working people off your hands. We'll give you all of our bumps. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exchange program. Yeah. No, I'm, that's still going to be too much of my time and effort. <laughs> when when I get out there, I'll let you, you just need to give me one week with you during the summer out there, DT. And you're going to be like, nonprofit, what? Huh? <laughs> donate my time. Don't donate my time. Well, it's not donating time. It's not, you're getting, you're paying yourself. There's administrative costs in, and and so we become what we hate the most as a nonprofit that is only there to enrich us and not actually solve the problem. Well, that's what everybody else does. I know, but why <laughs> would we do that? Well, because we we do help some people escape liberal hell holes. I have okay. The number okay. Did you contact my realtor? Yes. Okay, that would be the number one pull to Rapid City. That woman is an outstanding salesman. If any of you are serious about moving to South Dakota, shoot me an email and I will put you in contact with uh, contact with her. But do not contact me unless you're serious because this woman's time does not need to be wasted. Right. Does not need to be wasted. All right. She will get enough people into South Dakota just fine on her own. The other thing is I'm afraid that you and I are going to be pulling teeth because as I mentioned, most of the Republicans I know are also talkers and not doers. Right. That's I true. know. I know very conservative people. You know them too, by the way. Yeah. Um, who are prime candidates to leave? They'd like to leave, but they don't. Why? Well, we got family here. Family. We got this there, and we have that there. And I'm like, did you hear about these things called airplanes? Right. And they fly in and out, and this or and that. Skype for fuck's sake, or what we're doing right now. Yeah, but that. And already, I wasted too much time trying to convince them right it's it's depressing you want to talk about after enjoying the decline what happens next kind of depression when you realize how few <laughs> fucking people do it well that's that's where i'm at <laughs> like like you got the full throttle open you're just, wah, 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 and you zoom past the finish line and you're like i can't believe the engine didn't blow up and i'm the greatest and you turn the motorcycle side and just what? and you're like take off your helmet and you say fucking hey guys see what we did and you turn around there's no one behind you because no one keeps there. the fuck up there's nobody there you're, you're just there by yourself like guys guys and then you like call you're like hey what the fuck are you doing oh yeah you know well 
you took <laughs> off and you were going pretty fast. We stopped at McDonald's and we got <laughs> as far as Shakopee. And, uh, uh, and we found out, Bob looked it up, South Dakota, you weren't talking about Sioux Falls. You're going all the way to the other side, <laughs> nine hours away. You were going to where the weather's actually fucking nice. Well, the, weather, the weather's nice. And there's things to do. And the buffalo are out there. We just, uh, I kind of like the seasons. I kind of got used to having Keith Ellison's dick up my ass. It's kind of <laughs> nice. You get used to it once it's there. And those are the Republicans. Those are the conservatives. These are the gun on uh, And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not pulling teeth. That was and, my, that was my, uh, breaking point or that was the test that was the for sure was the keith ellison thing that a that was a buddy I, of mine a buddy of mine is in the is, is in the state government state he's an elected person yep friend of mine and and he said uh yeah man keith ellison gets elected i might have to think about getting the fuck out of here basically is what he said and i'm like you know what you're right you know that is that is the litmus test if this state votes for that man a month after Kavanaugh, the whole Kavanaugh thing, if they actually vote for this guy, this by state a wide is so margin. fucking gone. This state is so far gone. It could vote for every other Democrat, but then not vote for, for Keith Ellison to be consistent with what they've been saying for the last three months. Um, then at least I'd go, okay, they're at least abiding by their own principles, whatever, however fuck they might be. But they're so far gone here in Minnesota that 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 was the litmus test. That was the, the that was the decision point. Was if, Keith Ellison getting elected? If uh, I, I don't like Keith Ellison any more than you do, um, but if people weren't already committed to leaving this state before Ellison got elected, they'll stick around for him now. Oh, yeah. uh, I I am convinced. Not only are we talking conservatives, are they spineless and they're lazy and they're weak and they won't do what they say. They'll just complain. But Minnesota conservatives and Republicans are a particular breed of wimps, a particular breed of talkers and not doers. And uh, I just I'm done looking over my shoulder and not just political terms either. I'm just I'm. Don looking over my shoulder to see if anybody else is coming with on right. many capacities and regards. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just going because every time I look over my shoulder, I got to stop the engine, turn back. Right. No. And I got to start it up again. It's like, you know what? I'm done. No one's coming. No one's coming. The offers there. I've contacted people that I think would like to go. I say, here's my realtor. I think she's awesome. I would love to give her as much business as possible. I would love to have as many people who are conservative, libertarian, or just simply not leftists, just workers, come right. out, come on out to South Dakota. Uh, but or take a chance, man. Yeah. Well, it's, it, you know, it's take a chance, but but I don't know. Have some self respect. Right. Wake the fuck up. I don't right. care if your family's here. Fuck you. Fuck them. Fuck that. That's why there's planes. Hop on a flight and go and not pay state income taxes ever again and live right. in a place where where it's warmer. And you know what? It's like 1983 all over again. You don't think about race every day because no one else gives a shit about race. They're just there having a good time working. Right. No, I get that's, it. That's, and, we sort of, and, and I sort of came to this conclusion. We sort of came to it independently almost. I know you had been talking about it for a while, but we never really talked about it together. It was just kind of, we, my family, we went out there to visit and it's like, man, this place is really cool. 
And then we just sort of looked at because um, everyone is, thought Clary was lying the entire time. <laughs> and then and then we looked at this uh, website called bestplaces.net. Mm-hmm. And it kind of compares um, it, it has all the data that you need to understand an area. Mm-hmm. And so we looked at the climate and we looked at the voting and we looked at the demographics and we looked at all this stuff. And it's like, man, this place is this is where it's at. And it's not that far away from home. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. I mean, not by plane. Now, say, admittedly, it's plane. expensive to fly. It is very expensive to fly, but to me, that's worth it. Yeah, and 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 it's only a day or two drive. I mean, you it's, could do it the, in a day. The money, easy. the money you save on income taxes, you can fly right easily every month back to right. the Twin Cities and back easily. Right. So, so we we sort of said um, it was the uh, the night the day after the election. We woke up that next morning. All the Democrats had won, and it had snowed. <laughs> and then it dropped to like eight degrees it or was something. Terrible. That way. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I flew out to Vegas. I said, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Yeah, it was. It, and it was the most depressing thing. It's like we didn't have a spring this year. We didn't have a fall. It snowed right after the election of a bunch of fucking Democrats, including Keith Ellison. And, we, and Mrs. DT and I looked at each other, and we said, we're just moving. We're going. Whether we have a job or not, fuck it, we're gone. We'll figure out something. I, I've talked to people, and it's like, you know what? There's all kinds of people in this life who are a lot less responsible than we are, and they're doing just fucking fine. So why do we need to be all cautious and just kind of, oh, well, we got to make sure we got a job lined up. We got to do this. We got to do that before we make this big move. Fuck it. Just do it. People, people, very, very irresponsibly, you know people just do just fucking fine in this society. And it's time for, for responsible people to go, you know what? If that's the way that things are, if being a little irresponsible is the way that you're rewarded in this in this society, then screw it. Then just go do it. Do what you want. Fuck yeah. it. No, I, I, I'm, <clears throat> I don't have to say any more because it's what I've been saying this entire time. And I'm glad after 20 years of singing the praises of South Dakota... <laughs> and talking about it and sending pictures and posting it online and the literally uh, tens of millions of views I've had on my blogs and my podcast and the downloads and the YouTube channels. I'm glad with all that exposure, I got one family <laughs> to move to South Dakota. That's I even thought about going to the Rapid City uh, Chamber of Commerce or to their development council and say, look, give me a budget. I'll be right. your agent in the Twin Cities, and I will go and pound on the doors and get you as many employers and people as you. You just gotta, you know, give me a budget, and then I never heard back from them. I think what they want to do is they they frankly don't want it to be Californianized or right. Minneapolisized, you know, with all the fat, ugly women and the soy boy, pussy, quanta ha ha boys. They want they retirees, enough- probably tops. They want re- people to retire. Retirees, there. they go, they go California, Florida. Uh, Nevada, they don't really go. And I, I can understand this one thing. There's one major drawback of South Dakota. It is in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yep. It is the most remote part of the contiguous United States to get to. a bar, say Fargo or Minot, if you're going to go to North Dakota. But any kind of hub, that that rapid city area is just, you really got to want to go there. Because it's if you so wanna... beautiful, though. I don't get it. I don't get why. Well, because you're not near. I think the closest town is is Denver, right. and even that's a eight hour drive uh, yeah, away, is. and it's not it a straight shot either. Yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, you really got to. And there's not a ton of industry out there either. 
you know, right. so you got to kind of have have you know, some kind of job or you got to have some kind of skill or you got to have like a house paid off and you can last out there for a while. Um, but with this, with this internet economy, you'd think that they could make something of that. You know, they just need, they need to hit like a critical mass and then it just will snowball from there as far well, then as they got a bunch of liberal socialist pieces of shit moving in. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think the best thing that rapid city has going for it is it's got a regional airport, not an international one. Yeah. So you can't land seven seventy sevens there. It's too small. Right. So you, if you want to go fly round trip to a uh, rapid city, it's going to set you back about five to $600 and that keeps the fucking riffraff out. So be it yeah. good for that. That's, that's fine. Right. Um, right. And then I, the drive across South Dakota is boring as hell. It's boring as fuck. Oh, my <laughs> it's God. Terrible. It's terrible. It's just like, oh, when does this end? It's, oh. it's awful. Yep. Oh, we got any more Super Chats? <laughs> yeah, we had one more, I think. Okay. Let's see here. Um, yeah, one more from Joseph Jaguska, Jagusa. Right? Jagusa. Jagusa. Five bucks. Just spent the afternoon in Peoria. Any thoughts on that city? Illinois. That's Illinois. Illinois Never is a shithole of the state, yeah. right? Illinois. You don't want to go to Illinois. God, that's just basically your shit. Illinois is, you know what Illinois is in um, Ojibwe? It's the Ojibwe Indians, Illinois. You know what that means? <laughs> what does it mean? Chicago's bitch. That's what it means. Chicago's in bitch. <laughs> Where's Peoria? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Illinois is almost bankrupt, right? Yeah, I there's no reason to live in in Illinois. Period. Right. Is that South? I know where Springfield is. Highway seventy four. That's South. But how far South? Oh, it's north of Springfield. Um. No, I've never been there. I have no. I I'll just tell you that that entire state is is corrupted. Right. Uh, with Chicago. You're the rest of that state works to support Chicago. That's basically what you guys do. There's no right. reason to live in Illinois. Um, certainly not if you're pensioning, like if you're working um uh for the county or the state or whatever, I would not be working. Oh, for uh, yeah, Illinois. yeah, earning a pension that's yeah. gonna go away. The mandatory yeah. pension that you gotta contribute to. Oops, it's yeah. gone now. Right. Uh, no, I would not. I'd go to Indiana, Missouri, Iowa, any other place. Illinois is one of the, I mean, New York, at least you got New York. I, mean, I enjoy Illinois Chicago. Just behind California and New York, right? I mean, basically for like insolvency. Yeah. I thought Illinois was like really close to bankruptcy. Illinois, I think, is in the worst shape out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, because California does have Silicon Valley and that's been booming and New York has uh, the... Uh, financial district, uh, and but yeah, Illinois and, and Illinois is just corrupt. Or Chicago's corrupt as fuck. I mean, it's when you got people moving to Wisconsin because of the good business climate. Holy shit, <laughs> that's like going out with the fat girl because she doesn't have STDs. I mean, that's really how bad it is in Illinois. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, cool. That was the last uh, super. Yeah, chat. that was it. There's there's tons of comments here. Well, if they Some want them up, then they, they could give the shekels for crying. I know. Speaking of shekels, there's someone putting those parentheses around your name, like you're some that you're Jewish. I, I guess. Well, I'm quarter Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't the, control it. The the echo. I guess that's supposed to symbolize an echo in the whole hating Jew. Is um, that 
Yeah, that's the 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 three parentheses is supposed to be like they're saying Aaron Clary, 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 Clary. But why would they why does that mean they hate me? Well, because that's that means you're Jewish. When you put the parentheses around oh. a person's name, it means you're Jewish. And all these people that like obsess over whether you're Jewish or not. Yes. I mean, it's like I don't get it. You, you know what would be easier if if you just do the Chad Elkins thing and say Clary equals Jew. <laughs> just put the eagles that'd be a little bit more understandable like they're eagles view. well see that's their way that they're 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 trying to be creative about not tipping their hand about how anti-semitic they are but whatever if you want to worry about the jews uh, you you have misdiagnosed the problem that's uh I mean, Did I tell you stuff that I'm really every Jewish fucking guy? person is fucked up don't you i mean if you're listening to aaron the problem is humans right it doesn't matter yes. what kind, what what brand or a uh, uh, variety of human that you are. If you're human, it's more than likely that you're a piece of shit, and so you need to try to not be a piece of shit if you're a human. And that's if, why you tune in here at Aaron Clary's podcast is to try to not be a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what? I think that really summarizes all my life's work. <laughs> try not to be a leftist. At least That's try. Basically it. Just try. At least try. Get a job. Don't major in stupid shit. Don't you knock up people. You might fail, but that's okay. You're at least trying not to be a piece of shit. You know, it's it's try not to be a millennial. You know, get a job. Stay out of debt. You know, don't major in stupid crap. I, it's not. It's harder than just blah, but. You know, that's that's all the Capmeister was here for. What did he say? He said not to not to uh, be a leftist and that people were the most important thing in life. And that was yes. it. That's all the man said. That's it. And yeah. that's why they crucified him. Because he had to be <laughs> murdered. Because he was a quarter Jew. So he's a quarter Jewish. <laughs> he's a quarter Jew. Yeah, well, so you would be the king of the Jews. You'd be like <laughs> what, the jester. The squire. The yeah, the jester <laughs> of the Jews. <laughs> And then, you know, hey, and then what did the matzo ball soup say to the bagel? I don't know, but it's got some cream cheese. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> um, all right, let's get all the sponsor shit out of the way for me. Uh, everybody go buy my books, which you can find online um, at Amazon.com. What's your favorite book of mine there, DT? Well, see, I've only read one. Bachelor Pad? No, I, no, I'm not. Am I a bachelor? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. Enjoy the decline. Enjoy the decline. Enjoy the decline. Enjoy the decline. Yep. Right. For all that of you guys. started really strong. I really liked how you started that mm. that book, Enjoy the Decline. Thank you. So. Um, for everyone listening, though, I'm going to recommend everyone get Curse of the High IQ. Oh, I read that one, too. Oh, did yeah, you read that? Okay. For publishing. Okay. Um, and then in the spirit of Christmas, and I'm, de I'm deadly serious when I say this, the only thing that matters in life is other human beings is get Poor Richard's Retirement because I use that fact, not philosophy, that fact to show you how to get rid of materialism. Um, that that book right there, I think, is probably very helpful during the Christmas season and uh, would help you out the most because it's one thing to say, spend less than you make, but then um, actually getting you to do that um, is learning that things really don't matter. So there's that. Um, if you want, you can donate stuff. I have a Patreon account and I also have a PayPal account. The easiest link to find those is you go to olderbrother.com, my uh, brother channel or sister channel, if you want to call it that, <clears throat> where we have our own YouTube channel, all that. But you go to olderbrother.com slash donate and you'll see the Patreon account. You'll see the PayPal account. But then more importantly, you'll see the Amazon affiliate account. 
DT, why is it best that people go to the Amazon affiliate account and do all their Amazon shopping through that link? Because it does not cost them any more money and they're actually getting something out of, quote, donating to you. They're still getting the things that they're buying. Not even donating. Yeah, they're not even donating. You're getting a little slice of that amount of money that they're spending on Amazon that they would spend anyway. That's it. That's it. You don't pay any more. Uh, so I do appreciate. Hang on, hang on. I got. Hang on. Where'd it go? Got it. All right. What? Um, there's a guy that gave a $50 Patreon donation, which I think is monthly. DT, you there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so I, was, I wanted to say thank you to the guy, and I had his name written down, but then I lost that piece of paper. So I do want to give a hat to I mean, yeah, thank you, guys. If you want to donate, go ahead. Uh, and many people do. Uh, we're up to like $84 a month now on Patreon. Huh. That's like more than beer money. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, seriously, if you, if you really want to help out, aside from the free stuff like writing reviews for the books, liking the video that we have now, telling friends about the podcast and sharing and all that other stuff, helping out people with asshole consulting. If a buddy of yours has a problem, but needs a swift kick in the ass, tell them about this. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's what will help out the most is uh, spreading a uh, uh, word of mouth, but then also doing all your Amazon shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. That's the best way to do. It. Otherwise, if you want, you can all go to captain capitalism at blogspot.com. Look for the cute chick and the naughty white Santa outfit with the really cool high white boots have you seen that dt seen what have you gone to captain capitalism recently uh is is it the the amazon affiliate has got a really awesome looking chick yeah 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 i saw that yeah caught my attention it caught your attention good did you buy anything on amazon Worked. It worked. Did, did, wait, wait, wait. Did it work? Did you buy no, anything? It didn't work that well. No, it didn't work. Okay, so you just so I just made you happy. <laughs> yes, it, it just it, it gave me the endorphins for a brief few seconds. <laughs> anyway, go there. Click. You could click on that gal. That that takes you to the same link. It's the same thing, and uh, that's about it. All right. Are we clear on the super chats? Yeah. There's still some Jew talk going on. He's <laughs> blaming the Jews for everything in the world. <laughs> but, All right. I mean, the, the best thing I've heard about the whole Jew thing is just like, if you buy into that, if you buy into that, the Jews are controlling everybody's minds and that the only reason why people are stupid is because of the Jews, you buy into the master slave dynamic and, and then it's why, futile and pointless is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I mean, why, if, if you buy into the whole idea that people don't have a fucking choice, whether whether to to follow you're defeated. this shit. Yeah, yeah, you're defeated. Yeah, yeah. They deserve that, and actually, they deserve to be defeated. I mean, if if it's that easy that you just put some music out there and some movies out there that make people bend to your will, then they deserve to be conquered. They deserve to be slaves. So you know, no, don't you're be not a fucking I, slave. Don't be a slave. All right, exactly. DT, I got to go into my secret Jew meeting where we take over the world and plan further global domination. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm only a quarter Jew, so I I, I sit like at the bottom. We need to get you a hat. We need to get you a hat. Rabbi Jew hat. (laughs) What is a Jew hat? Is it just a worker's hat? What? (laughs) A yarmulke? I don't know. What they put fucking things. Oh no, they got that thing. They got the (laughs) the little cap. A little cap on your head with a swirly swirl on it, like a nautilus shell that 
will will allow you Not to tap into shell. Yeah, will allow you to tap into the universe even more to bend people to your will. No, it's just a little <laughs> black circle that they put on the back of their head. There's no right. shell on the top. But of if it. you if you enhance it, then I'm sure you're even oh, more I, I tapping into the dark side of yes, Judaism. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, DT, for being on the show with me. I really appreciate it very much. Uh, say Glad hi to. to Say say hi to the wife and kids for me. Thank you Hello. for calling my realtor. And serious about that, guys. If you are serious about moving to South Dakota, let me know. Uh, my realtor is a very good person. I love to send her as much business as possible because uh, she did help me out. Uh, just none of you fuckers knew, near uh, move near me. Uh, no, I'm kidding. If you want to move <laughs> near me, you certainly can. Uh, there are parcels for sale out in that area. But um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for the donations in the Super Chat. I hope all of you guys have a good Christmas. This will be the last podcast until january the 4th i'm gonna be driving down to vegas uh for my annual winter retreat because minnesota winter sucks um what else i will not be writing any posts either the blog maybe i'll link to the blog or something i will be doing asshole consulting because i cannot let that uh accrue and fester that'll just become too much so if you need any questions or any advice go to assholeconsulting.com i will be there but otherwise, uh, old Cappy will be on hiatus for how many days is that? Is that two full weeks I'm taking off? Yeah, Enough. it's two full, two full weeks to the day. You know the last time I took two full weeks off? I don't know. What? I don't know. I'm asking you because I sure the fuck don't remember. It's I, been a long-ass like time. Time off. Hey, hey, Clary. Mm. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> it's over. I have a buddy who's Jewish. I said, hey, oh. happy Hanukkah. She's like, Aaron, it's been over for a week. I'm like... What? I'm like, I thought it went like concurrently with Christmas. She's like, no, it ends like early December. I'm like, oh, it's not Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah. It's like Hanukkah. No, that's like, that's like when all the fat middle-aged white women want to date Latinos at the salsa scene. And they say, I am dating Eduardo and we dance the salsa. You're dating Ed and you dance salsa? No, Eduardo and we dance the salsa. You mean you're a divorcee who's post-wall and he needs a green card. How dare Eduardo loves me. <laughs> Eduardo love, Ed loves you? Ask, ask Atham about those girls. He, he got a lot of them. That's... <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you in 2019. Toodles.